You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. summer they bring the torture (laughs) show uses a wrench (laughs) (laughs) and then there's dick togo and you jiraho because it's hot boy summer summer Hot boy summer. A hot boy mm-hmm. summer. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ring oh. Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Nightsey. With me is the auteur musician, Scotty Edwards. Oh. Scotty. I was about to make a complaint. I was like, oh, man, we didn't listen to Born for Greatness. Now I know why. <laughs> I didn't need it. <laughs> you didn't need it. You, need, you, you already got a song. It was a hot better. boy summer. To you're, kick off the show. Oh you my got a song God. that was already better than Born for Greatness. It, it's funny because I had it in my mind going into this recording. I was like, ah, oh, he's going to play it. And then you didn't until right as the theme song ended. And I was like, damn, that, that got me. That was funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a week. What a week. What a week. That was only a, that was only a week ago. That's... Yeah. That tells me all I need to know. I have allergies going on. I might die over here. <laughs> I think I had like three hours of sleep. This is this is gonna be a hell of an episode, ladies and gents. Oh my god! Yeah, welcome everybody to Ring Post Radio. Uh, we got a big old show, episode forty. Can you believe it, Scotty? Episode forty of Ring Post. You, Radio. you know, you know what comes after forty? Forty-one. Forty-two. There's no number higher than that, though. There's no number higher than 42. None. Can't, None. Can't. But the fact we're almost at 50, that's that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Wait, is 50 higher than 42? Yeah, it is. Okay, it then 50. Is. 50 is the highest number. 50 is actually when Ring Post Radio dies. Everybody. 50 is the highest number of all time. Can There's no number higher than 50. Yeah. Well, yeah, because most podcasts get to like 20. And then they're like, all right, that was that was a good run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless we get to like, unless we get to like fifty-two, which is how many weeks there are any. Oh, fifty-two. Is that the highest number? Um, according to Eric Bischoff, I believe it's eighty-three. Actually, <gasps> holy shit, that number's way <laughs> higher than fifty-two. Uh, yeah, but the, but that's that's where it ends, and then you know you kind of lose the right. rest of your credit because you only had eighty-three weeks of relevance. Yeah, that's right, eighty-three. Highest number of all time. Yeah. Well, everybody, yeah. thank you in for joining us on our quest to 83 episodes, 83 weeks <laughs> of Ring Post Radio. Uh, I'm Ryan Nice. That's Scotty. We already did the introductions. Uh, yeah, no, it's we a. It's, I think I think we did. <laughs> it feels like we got right into it and forgot the intro, but we also did the intro. So I'm all, all over. The yeah, place. I mean, it's a hot boy summer. It's a hot boy that's, summer. What else does anyone need to know? Exactly right. It's actually um, a Bullet Club summer, but to me, it's just a Hot Boy summer. Well, it, it, the Bullet Club summer is going to lead into the Hot Boy summer. 
yeah, when they turn baby face and the, the biggest baby faces in New Japan all of a sudden can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait whatsoever. Did you see um any of the best of the Super Juniors press conference? Like what I I watched pic I saw pictures uh and one video of uh what was it, Kanemaru uh <laughs> t- talking to Taguchi about his butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a clip from it where show just walks up to the thing and is like, Have you seen these people? I'm gonna beat them all and win. <laughs> Thank you. <All laughs> and then right. he walks away. All right. That's I was like, this guy is fucking tapped. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, we got a big show here for you all. Like honestly, like Well, well, it's a big show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about because a lot of things happened this week, of course, as you all know. A lot of things happened in like the past 24 hours. It's also very true. So what we have on the docket, whether or not we get to it all, we'll find out. What we have on the docket is a little bit of a Rev Pro Epic Encounters preview, uh, review of WrestleMania Backlash, uh, day one review. I saw uh, Best of Super Juniors day one this morning, so I'll, I'll be talking about that. Uh, New Japan. I didn't try. New Japan's <laughs> Capital Collision show, which was really, really good. Just a fantastic show, I thought. Um, some news announcements and, of course, our top story uh, regarding Kota Ibushi, the, the big, ginormous, out-of-the-blue news story from this week. So uh, we'll be talking I, I, I was looking forward to the stardom discussion, but I guess we could start with, you know, the bigger one. Well, actually, the stardom discussion is what we're going to start off with. We always start oh, with the news first. So we're going to start off with something nice. Yeah, we're always, we always start with the news first before we get into the, the full big topics. We I get, thought we were getting to the Kota Ibushi explosion. No, no. The Kota Ibushi explosion we need to get more in-depth on. These, you know, these are our quick hits, quick thoughts about some topics that I thought came up. Uh, but let's talk about some of those quick hits uh, first. Um, uh, I, I just for initially want to shout out uh, the former Kugetsu. I want to shout that mm. out as well. Yoshino. Yes. Fully Happy trans- for him. Fully transitioning to, uh, to uh, what's their name again? Is you Yoshino. Yoshino. Um, so congratulations to the former yes, Kugetsu. Yes, congratulations. Uh, very excited. Video is great. Yes, yeah, video was great. Um, now uh, I want to see. I just now can we see a Shino wrestle? I want to. I want to see what a Shino <laughs> style of wrestling is, um, if that ever happens. Um, let's see what else have we got. Other news bits. Uh, sad news coming from the West Coast. Nicole Savoy. Did you see this one? Nicole Savoy, Scotty. Did you see this? Uh, no. Officially has announced her retirement from wrestling. Damn, really? Yeah. When did this happen? Last night at a, a Hood, oh, at a hood Slam show. Damn. Yes. Nicole Savoy. You know, Nicole Savoy is an interesting one. I always thought she uh, she never got to go somewhere and show how good she was, it felt like. I mean, she was in, you know, she had multiple moments, but she never, you know, latched on with the company um, that I at least remember. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad um, because I thought she, on her good days, was really, really good. I always thought that like she she hit her peak like mid twenty tens. I feel like, and then like then she started having injuries and stuff, and then it just kind of slowed her down. And she got some Ring of Honor spots, got some AEW spots, 
but then like you know nothing ever became of those obviously so it's just like it's kind of disappointing because it's like you know she would have been a great asset you know five ten years ago but uh in the past couple years i don't know i feel like she's just been i mean i guess she's sort of been recognizing that since she's retiring but uh it's upsetting because she i always thought she was really good um past couple years maybe not as much but I think that's just injuries slowing her down. So upsetting news. Indie scene taking a big hit. <sighs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and we also got some big news about the announcement. Uh, we obviously we already knew it was coming, but uh, big news with the help of our friend of the show at I believe this is at Scott E Wrestling. Uh, friend of the yeah, show. Shout out me. Uh, shout out me. Put together a quite the list of the five star Grand Prix field so far. Uh, it's tiring. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, can you so so talk to us? What's new about this year's five star? Um, Before we go through the is, new members, what isn't new? Uh, so we're up to twenty six now instead of the twenty person field. Uh, that's exciting, and it felt necessary because obviously Stardom has added a lot of new talent, and it kind of you know they could have done twenty. They pro- they could have they could have squeezed twenty in, but they had a lot of goals they wanted to do this year. They wanted to get ha- Rossi said last year he wanted Hanan in the tournament, so we already knew that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they had the additions of Hazuki, Mirai, Tekla. List goes on and on, mm-hmm. and then there was just the fact that the tournament kind of. Stardom's big sell for the year now. It after, especially after last year, I think a lot of people jumped in and saw a lot of great matches. So now we're up to 26. 22 have been announced. Three will wrestle in a mini tournament, or three will be uh a na- not announced, but able three to will win be determined. Yes. Yeah, three will be determined through a 10-person mini tournament mm-hmm. that is happening during the month of June, which is pretty cool. Which I presume and the top three of whatever block. Yeah. Or, it's, is, that, is that mini tournament? It's a one-person block. One-person block, round-robin style? Yeah. Okay. That's what it seems. Uh, and then there is a one special guest, which we'll get to in a few minutes. But yeah. uh, if you want to go through the field, then I will give my thoughts on anything that is different other than you know the usual and sure uh so the field so far of course got mayu mayu iwatani kagama hazuki hanan azume utami hayashishida saya kamatani momo watanabe saki kashima starlight kid julia Mika, himika natsupoi tekla I love it. Uh, Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, Shuri, Mirai, and then, of course, Suzu Suzuki and Risa Sarah. Yeah, they're the big ones, obviously. Pretty big uh, ones there. Yeah, you kind of want to talk about how, you know, Stardom has all these wrestlers and they have so many wrestlers now and they still made sure to get at least two outsiders in and obviously... I mean, if you saw my Twitter feed last night, you know how excited I am. I don't think I could. I used every character possible to yell Suzu Suzuki's in the 
five star because Suzu Suzuki is in the five star. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've seen Suzuki wrestle in these, I think she's had three matches now in stardom. You have learned very quickly how good she is, even against my Sakurai. Seeing she gave my Sakurai the match of her career so far. That's real. Um, yeah, Suzu's set. And then Risa Sarah is a lot of fun, too. Obviously, she has a title match coming two weeks from yesterday against Shuri. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Prominence. Uh, they're as close to signs as can be without being signed. Yeah. yeah they, they've become fairly prominent in this promotion, I would say. <laughs> I mean, if Rossi could, he would sign Suzu Suzuki to the biggest money deal in stardom history. Well, that's half well, true. Hey, I mean, stardom, stardom's got the money now. I saw that they had even another banger year <laughs> in finance. Yeah, I mean, when you lead most attendances, yeah, like New Japan's the only person or only company legitimately in front of them. Mm-hmm. And even then, they're beating them in some numbers. So it's like, like I think they beat the New Japan Cup final the same day they were running an event or the day before. Mm. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, or maybe it was the semifinals because Okada versus Naito is happening on there, and people were like, holy shit. That's true. Uh, then the mini tournament that's happening, that 10-person mini tournament that's happening with this top three going on into the main block. Um, I, I feel like everyone has at least one person that they're like, oh, yeah, yeah this person. Uh, it'll probably I be feel this. bad for the people that are getting their hopes up over certain people. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, we got Saya Ida, Momokogo, Hina, Lady C, Miyu Amasaki, Ruaka, Rina, Mai Sakurai, Wakasukiyama, and Ami Sorei. Ami, yeah, Ami Sorei. Yeah. So Saya Ida 100% is in the tournament. Yeah. Is in the five star. Yeah. <laughs> Na- easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. You read, you read through the names and you're like, oh, well, she's in. Cool. Sounds good. Um, so that means two left. <laughs> two left. I think. What do you think? I think Ami Saray is a pretty um, good guess because of how protected she is with God's Eye, and they clearly are just pushing God's Eye. And she's she's higher on the totem pole than the rest. Yeah. And then this is where we got fun. People like, ah, oh, you know, Miyu Amasaki would be cool. Love Lady C. Few people said Waka. I said no out of shot. It's gonna be my Sakurai. Just just be prepared. It's gonna be my Sakurai. When I look at these three, I was actually gonna think Saida, my Sakurai, and Lady C. That's that was my three that I was picking that I could see in it. Because you know, Lady C's been on here for a while. They've always kind of liked her. I figured yeah. I'd put her in there. I just I don't know. Ami Saray hasn't lost yet. That's so going true. into this mini tournament. With a bunch of wrestlers that are debatably below her, I feel like it'll be impossible for her not to get enough points if we're going points. It's true. Uh, I mean, they're high- over or lose cleanly yeah. by a couple. There are high on multiple people in this mini tournament, which is interesting That's, to me. That, is, that that part is very true. <laughs> yeah, like they're very high on. They're pretty high on Momokogo. Um, they're high. Well, obviously, they're high on Miyu Amasaki. I mean, you want to talk about news bites this week. Guys, Kyrie's coming back, and uh, that is Miyu Amasaki's next fucking match. Not singles, not singles, mm-hmm. but tag. 
it's it's a match nonetheless, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yep. But listen, like her versus Hanan, I said yet last night, her versus Hanan's like the biggest future of stardom title match ever. It just it's a matter of when. Uh so obviously she could make it. Um and trial by fire always goes really well. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, you know, if you really want to get crazy, you could put her in there. But yeah, Edith sounds like a the layup, and then my Sakurai probably because why can we have nice things? And then of course the twenty sixth twenty sixth participant uh, is a quote special guest, Scotty. Who do you think <laughs> the special guest is? Um, I just I would be stunned if it's anyone besides Kyrie. <laughs> like I don't know. I just feel. This is the kind of thing you kind of hold in a little bit because now it makes people guess, makes people think, and we don't. And they know, they know how little we know about Kyrie's contract. They like we Kyrie literally wrestled that Stardom World Climax show back to back days, mm-hmm. then disappeared. Mm-hmm. Everyone said, "We, you and me, talked about a few weeks ago. What's happening with Kyrie?" I yep. was like, "I don't know." Like they they know what they're doing here with this and she's the Brock Lenzer of uh yeah yeah I mean she could do whatever the hell she wants but to to be interesting I will give a few options that aren't Kyrie well can I just Um, can I just speak on the special guest thing before you talk about the other options is that I agree I think Kyrie would be awesome in here and a great spot to put her in right but why announcer for a tag match and then not announcer here? That's what holds me up. I get what you're saying completely of like save it for the press conference. So yes, what they do. But then why just announcer for a random tag match? Well, the random tag match was her return match again because obviously she had the ear thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I honestly, she probably missed a show or two that she was supposed to be on. I'm guessing because of that. Probably. So I don't know. I mean, you you're talking about special guests. Who could be a special guest? Yeah, she has been kind of the special guest of the year. Um, you know, she. We don't know. Again, we don't know her contract. But if it's not her, yeah. Um, I did see people bring up the idea of a western uh, western wrestler, and I said, okay, well, there's very few options that interest me. Uh, so instantly, here's the three I thought of. Sure. Um, I could see Jamie Hayter, who is hinted at wanting to go back to stardom. Uh, I could I could easily see Tony Khan let that happen. Yeah. Um, Someone that can lose and win matches. Yep. I said Athena. Athena is definitely an option. She's calling herself the American Joshi after all. Uh, Dakota Kai came to mind because of her previous time in stardom. I felt like she could be a big enough name. I, I did ask myself if Io Shirai was still signed to WWE because I actually had no idea. She's injured, I believe. Oh, that's a that's so sad. I, I saw I saw somewhere where it was a picture of a bunch of the Japanese talent from AEW and like you know all of them and WWE all hanging out, and someone saw in the picture that Io Shirai was wearing a boot. Oh, that's very sad. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, either way, it wasn't going to actually be here. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously outsiders from Japan that are always possible. What about um, what about Tony Storm? You didn't mention Tony Storm. I could I would be shocked if Tony Khan let Tony Storm go to AEW for a three month run. 
That is true. It is a very long he, run. <laughs> she seems pretty positioned to be one of their main uh, main women. Yeah, off the bat. And so. Jamie Hader is someone that you can send over to stardom for three months, especially right. if they do the Britt Baker Jamie Hader breakup. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's kind of where I'm at. It's like. I saw people, some people say Tony Storm, but there's just no way that happens. Yeah. Uh, I, <sighs> yeah. I, I like Dakota Kai as an option. I don't know when. She would fit well. When's the five stars start? Um, July, July 30th. Right? So she's she would totally be available. Yeah. Yeah. That's easily something they could have discussed already. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm hoping, obviously, Kyrie, because that would be 12. Mm-hmm. Kyrie matches, assuming the blocks are split 13 13. I can't see them go any other way. It would make negative sense. Um, so, yeah, let's hope Kyrie and then we'll see what else. Obviously, last year was Takumi Roja. So, the outsider in Japan is always available as well. That is true. That is true. I, I just like the idea of it being a Western person simply because there hasn't been a Western person in stardom in well, years. That that makes one of us. <laughs> I guess that's true. No, I, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, five-star Grand Prix. Excited. We'll obviously have more about that uh, probably in a couple months from now. <laughs> I mean, when's the press conference for the five-star? It's not for a while, uh, right? I'm sure it's not. Yeah, no, I don't think it's it's probably not until after this pay-per-view. I'm guessing somewhere in May? Late June? June? Oh, I forgot it's May now. <laughs> yeah. It's like May. It's May, right? I'm gonna guess I'm get well, they announced it so early. Yeah, that's what surprised announced. me. Like when I saw the announcement, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Cool. I, it, it makes sense if they're doing the mini tournament to announce it this early. Yeah. 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 But it is still like, oh, all right. Interesting. Well, the mini tournament ends on the 28th. So either they'll probably wait till after that. Yeah. But to, yeah. To have the full, full press conference, yeah. you know, yeah. with all. That way you don't have to invite the scrubs anymore. Exactly right. <laughs> but so, don't make it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, let's talk about, let's move on to the next big topic, uh, first big topic here, and it was about Kota Bushi. So, very interesting week with this whole story. A wild, crazy story. Kota Bushi of New Japan went on went to Twitter and expressed he frustration sure with, with New Japan management. He uh, tweeted pictures of, of text conversations he's had with talent relations departments. He's he's just tweeted out insane things um, that are either real or fake or no one literally like no one knows. And it's been the great work of the Twitter translator teams to to get it all out there. So Golden Kuma, I believe, is one of them. Shout out to them because they've been doing God's work. Um, Basically, one of two people translating all of this story. As it's happening, which is which, as have people have said, like, you know, it's already tough. One, it's you're translating meaning of of Japanese to English. But two, people have said before that Akoto Bushi, uh, even speaking Japanese to him is hard sometimes because of how weird and quirky and how just 
how he is not using, I guess, proper Japanese or whatever is what I read. So it's very hard, I guess, for to understand exactly what Abusha is saying. But basically, uh, this is coming from the Wrestling Observer that uh, he's expressing his frustration of New Japan management, including being upset that he felt he was being rushed back too early by New Japan in December for Wrestle Kingdom. He felt that he was getting rushed too, back, rushed too early to get back, and that he was not ready for a shoulder injury that he suffered in October. Uh, uh, he then was ready to come back for the New Japan Cup, and they were booking him. They even booked him to win the whole damn thing. And then at the last second, New Japan Talent Relations Department pulled him out, and this all falls. So that down. means I was right. You, you I was right. You were. <laughs> in hindsight, yes, Scotty was completely right on the New Japan Cup predictions. You called reality what what supposed the uh, the you called a multiverse. Am uh, I in the front office of New Japan? No, no, I'm not, Coda. I, don't know I if, am not. I, don't I am know if not. I'm say that right now, Coda. I am not. I promise. So I am not. Basically, all of this falls down onto this one guy uh, named Kikuchi. Apparently, there's actually two Kikuchis that uh, Voices of Wrestling stated on their report uh, that they slightly confused. Um, but uh, the whole like merch thing that looks to be a separate Kikuchi thing. Uh, but this whole th- situation is this guy named Kikuchi, who Abushi tweeted out pictures of text conversations with him where Kikuchi threatened to end Abushi's contract with New Japan because he showed up at a Just Tap Out show on March 4th, unannounced, just showed up at the show, didn't wrestle, just was just there. Uh, and they threatened to end his contract. It's very ugly and it's all over the place, but Scotty just... What do you think about this whole situation? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like any of it. Um, I, I'm, I'm mostly confused because we really don't know what's going to happen. No one knows what's going to happen. Um, I'm kind of sad because I honestly have no idea if we'll ever see Kota Bushi wrestle again. Um. I'm also sad because this kind of, you know, this dirty laundry type stuff is never good. It's never good. Um, if, if, if what everything Abushi's saying is true, which we kind of know some of it is, um, obviously with him being injured still, uh, we know, we know the new Japan cup stuff, especially is real. Uh, it's just so sad to think about how we've gotten to this point. I mean, la- there, a year ago, Kota Bushi was the man to create the IWGP world title. You know, he was, he was given that, uh, he was given that power, you know, he was the first. And now we're at a point where this guy may never wrestle in new Japan again. And he won what back-to-back G ones has been in the final four of them. He was clearly a guy that they believed a lot in and uh, i mean this kikuchi guy definitely seems sus <laughs> not gonna not gonna act like he's not i don't know what to think uh halfway through the story like throughout the week i was like i don't know man i just hope Coda's okay i hope i hope you know his career isn't over because clearly I mean, I don't think you do all this unless you, you know, kind of want to wrestle again. You know, you don't 
you know, I feel like because he's talking about his contract ending, blah, 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 blah. Like, it seems like he did not want that to happen. Otherwise, you don't really bring it up. I don't know what to think, Ryan. I am so confused. I am so lost. I don't think anyone knows what to think because it's just such a. It, it's first... still happening. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, we're, it's happening we're in the live. midst of it. And I just, I don't know what to feel. Um, I just hope, I hope the solution is prettier than the process of getting there because it has not been, it has been ugly. It has been very ugly. It's been very confusing. I don't think anyone knows what to think because obviously, like you said, no one really knows how Ibushi works. And it's like, okay, let's just wait and see what happens, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing is it's very still up in the air. It's very still active. It's an active volcano that we're all reporting on, basically. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's just like, who the heck knows? Uh, you know, things are trying to get smoothed out. Abushi, I mean, you said, like, you would think, like, you would only do this if you don't want to wrestle anymore. It's like, I, this guy desperately wants out of his contract. He does right. not want to be in New Japan anymore. He does not want to deal with it. He has heat with Kikuchi. He's got heat with like Taichi and um, uh, Takamichi. Yoku. Uh, Taka, yeah. Uh, which, and, then, and then that's the thing is like ultimately, you know, this whole situation, uh, and of course, you know, th- other things that got tweeted out, or whatever. Upper upper management, Bushi Road is now probably stepping in saying, This is bad. You have to fi- we have to figure this shit out because this is bad, right? Yeah. Uh to not go in more of those details. Melts are added um on one of the uh observer boards that mm-hmm. Gato was trying to fix it. Yeah. Like legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's worth noting as well. Um also supposedly Gato isn't the booker anymore. No, he's the book. He is still the booker. Oh, I got very confused in, in all of this. No, yeah. Saying how Kikuchi's like, he has a lot of power, obviously. And it was it was a it's, confusing time. I, I, I've heard two different interpretations. Both of them still involve Gato as like the main as like the main booker. But it's it's either that like Gato is the booker or there's like a team of people and Gato has final say. Yeah, like like Kikuchi, that, Togo, like. Jado, you know. That's definitely what it seems like more than anything. Yeah, um, nowadays, as we know, uh, with Mister Togo. So yeah, <laughs> it's just it's this whole thing of just. I mean, my opinion of it is like no matter what, someone's getting fired. You know, is it Abushi that just solves that? I guess Kikuchi potentially. Could Taicha and Takamichinoku get something? I have no idea. Is Gato in trouble? I have no idea. Like, you know, uh, someone I think fine. Someone in, in this management situation is co- totally getting fired. Taichi's definitely fine, I think. Like Yeah, I think it's that's just heat it's between pretty well known what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone knew that already. Uh and Taka also ate their punishment, I guess. I mean it it does feel like Koda's the odd man out. It does. I mean, I don't know how he wouldn't be, but at the same time, you, you would think Bushiro has an understanding that Kota Bushi is a very popular wrestler, and he's probably going to be favored, you would think, in the end, because if you have a guy that's kind of calling out 
this one guy more than anyone else, mm-hmm. maybe he's the problem, right? Yeah. Um, again, obviously, Abushi is a different, he's a different cat, as they like to say. Uh, but I, I don't know where it's going. I really don't. Uh, I don't know if Kota Abushi will wrestle again. I don't know if he'll wrestle this year. I don't know if he'll wrestle in New Japan again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just hope he's okay because he doesn't seem to be having a good time in any way. You know, his injury obviously was bad. Obviously, as we saw, we we had to see it ourselves, and we remember them saying, oh, yeah, he'll be out two months. And then I remember when uh, Wrestle Kingdom was coming around, we were like, all right, where's Kota Ibushi? Mm-hmm. And now we're sitting here in May, and we know where Kodobushi is, and he's not wrestling. No, he's, he he's, probably won't be anytime soon. And it, he, not only is he not wrestling, but the guy is like being told to get ready, and so he's like, "All right, I'll try to get ready. I'm not going to be because yeah. my shoulders start." Like I understand, like his frustration of just like getting like he like he's getting he's getting fucked with right it's like that's ultimately what's coming down to is just like he's like all right i'll get ready but i'm not i don't think i'm ready i'm thinking with my shoulder i'm ready and so he's like does whatever he can to get ready and they're like no we're not gonna have you it's like whatever okay and then he's like all right i'm ready and then as soon as you go about to walk out of the curtain he's like (laughs) "Ooh, sorry man minor concern from the doctor and it's just like this whole thing it does sound like when you said the it sounds like kaguchi is the guy that put the blame on it Apparently, part of that VOW report is that like Kikuchi tends to pick people to do stuff like this to, like like you know pull them out from things or whatever. So Abushi seems like one of those guys, and potentially it sounds like there might be other people that he is kind of just fucking yeah. around with. And if that's the case, you get the you get that guy out of your locker room. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way to go. Um, I'm going to make the uh, – if we were making a prediction, I do think Kota Ibushi wrestles in New Japan again. Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't know if it's going to be, like, the next year, but, like – Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, what, like, five years from now or something. Like, <laughs> like I could, I could uh, see the result of this being, like, Kikuchi and Ibushi are fired, and then we'll blow yeah. it over, and then my, Ibushi might come back in at some point. Yeah, the interesting thing with Ibushi, right, is if he, if he leaves, mm-hmm. where does he go? He's he's he already said he's not going to go to AW. He yeah, apparently there's a report saying he doesn't want to leave Japan. Right. Uh, go back to DDT, I guess. Which he's already also tweeted out saying he doesn't want to go back to DDT. Right. It's like so that if you don't want to go back to DDT, so what you're saying is you don't want to leave. <laughs> so what you're saying is there's a nice emerald green ring that uh, needs a new star. <laughs> they go to Dragon Gate. Yeah. That who. Bushi and That'd be sick. Game. Holy shit, that would be really good. <laughs> that'd Holy actually crap. be the best case scenario. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be very good. Oh man, oh man. I mean, he could. I mean, essentially, he could go to AEW, like and just live in Japan. Yeah, but I just feel like that would hurt the relationship. Yeah that that is something that like it's almost like with AEW, unless they had an agreement, like Tony Khan was, was like, "Hey, we're gonna bring him in." You know, is that okay? <laughs> I mean, which admittedly could be possible. I mean, Ibushi's issues are not necessarily with the wrestlers. They're just with this one guy, right? Yeah, that's the thing for me. It's like... Well, there are some wrestlers he has issues with. Oh, well, yeah, but, like, it's... 
I'm absolutely on Ibushi's side here. Yeah, me too. Like every everything about it's so believable because we I mean, we which, literally watched him get announced for the New Japan Cup. Which, to be fair, most of this is coming from one side, though, right? I mean, to be fair to the reporting, it's coming from Abushi's side, not this Kikuchi guy or whatever. Yes, but he was announced for the New Japan Cup. Yep. He wasn't ready. Nope. He still isn't ready. He hasn't come back yet. I mean, like, they were just hoping and praying that he was somehow ready for this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, no, this, this, we're not doing this. We're not. I'm not wrestling. My shoulder is, he can still barely... You know, like he has said, he was what at eighty percent last time he said something, mm-hmm. and like I think if he down. just got to eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, like I don't expect him to be ready to go. And you know the they the report where it said he if he's not at Dominion he'll get fired. I don't believe that for a second, um, especially like if New Japan wants, they will keep Kota Ibushi. I think. I think you know I saw Kota say he's meeting with Abari. And I think Abari will do probably anything he can to keep Kota. Yeah. Listen, New Japan's heating back up again. Yeah. Finally. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, having Bullet Club be every fucking champion isn't necessarily the way I'd go. But they're heating up again. They're heating up again. They're gaining steam. But, but, you, but, you but, want- Scotty, but Scotty, the New Japan is back and Bullet Club have all the titles. You know, it's mm-hmm. there's a correlation mm-hmm. here. There's a correlation mm-hmm. that with New Japan yeah, back, okay. it means Bullet Club having all the gold. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to do it. You don't. You don't want to do it without Kotobushi if you can. You don't want to do it without him. Like you want him there. You want him. You want the Golden Star to be a part of your main event scene. If you can get him back for. Listen, I think if I'm New Japan, one, I'm easing easing on Kota Ibushi and you know trying to get him back. Yeah. Like which is, as which soon it as sounds possible. like they're trying of Gato and, yeah. and stuff. Like just hope he's back for the G one at this point. Like that's all you should just hope for. Like just give him the time. Let him rest. Let him get it, you know, get rid of Kikuchi. Get him out of here. Just <laughs> Clearly that you guys can work without him. Yeah. Obviously. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna break the back of New Japan if he's gone. Uh he just doesn't seem like the best. And like you said, if he's messing with more than just Kota Ibushi, then all right. All the more reason. Here's your, here's your pro here, there's your problem. Get rid of it. And uh hopefully Kota I just hope we see Kota Ibushi wrestle again because dude's awesome like the dude's like selfishly the dude's awesome and i i saw people talk about like will we ever see kotobushi wrestle again i don't know i don't know what to think about this i just hope he is okay at the end of the day because all of this kind of sucks yeah and i feel bad for somebody because you don't want to be in a job that is just fucking with you and just like management upper management not telling you anything you're like you're just, you're just going to hate it. You're going to hate yourself. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, and you, you talk about the physical stuff he's going through. This mental health stuff is also probably, I mean, there's no right. no reports on that. That's just my own subjection based, based on my own personal life. But I have to imagine this guy is also going through a lot of mental health struggles right now. And I, I totally feel yeah. for him, totally empathize with the guy. Absolutely. This is, it's frustrating. I, it's frustrating. I, I don't really know how you can think anything else, right? Yeah. Like, it just feels that way at this time. And 
all we can hope is that Kota Ibushi and New Japan figure out it figure it out one way or the other. Yeah. In the meantime, they'll they'll keep having good shows. Keep having good no. I, I just remember the last thing that happened. He's probably not going to be in Japan. What was the last thing that happened? Um, the, the, oh, oh, the last the last best big tweet. Uh, I don't I don't know what to read. I don't know what to read in any of those. Tweets. I'm just saying, if there was a reason he wasn't back in New Japan this year, that could be it. Part of that tweet makes me feel like it was a mistranslation somewhere because that yeah, yeah that's way everyone kind of was. Yeah, <laughs> it's like whoa. Uh, even even like the translators are like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I don't want to touch that one. That's I don't know what's happening with that. Nope. No. So yeah, let's just move on. I don't want to touch it either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, New Japan uh, continuing to have good television shows. Oh crap. Yeah, we got a lot of New Japan conversation, so maybe we'll splash in a couple other things. But uh, New Japan Capital Collision happened last night uh, in Washington D.C. Basically, my hometown, 514 in the uh, entertainment and sports arena. What a terrible name for a for a show. Can we can we talk about that? What a terrible name for an arena. Um, but they had a really good show. Well, is I it thought. wrong? What's that? Is it wrong? No, it's it's right. It's called the entertainment and sports arena. It's a bad name. No, that's my point. Like It's very correct. That's exactly what that arena is. Uh, I thought this was a very good show, Scotty. Overall thoughts. What do you think of the show? Uh, yeah, very good show. I thought it had three, eh, four standout matches, actually. One match surprised me a little bit in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the couple, uh, first couple matches that I checked out were also pretty good. So overall, another win. Uh, I thought on paper, this necessarily wasn't their strongest U.S. show ever, uh, but it will go down as one of their best for sure. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, let's start off with the most newsworthy match. Now, it's probably your main event where it was the IWGP US heavyweight title match with Juice Robinson winning the match and defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi, Moxley, and Osprey, uh, pinning Osprey in a, again, another Osprey like referee. His foot was under the rope. It was under the ropes, people. What are you doing over here? Uh, so Juice Robinson wins. He's your new IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Champion. Say it right. Rock hard. Oh, Juice Robinson. What did he also call himself? The um, the booster. <laughs> the booster. Yeah, the booster. He is the booster shot of Bullet Club. He's the rock hard booster, which... Oh, now, hold on, guys. <laughs> no. No, not- I don't know why he wasn't... <laughs> Never mind. I could go so many ways. I'm not going to... God, gotta get, gotta get that to. OnlyFans juice. I know you're off social guess media, it, but you gotta get that OnlyFans. Guess TJP isn't a big fan of him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Juice Robinson, what do you think of this match, Scotty? Oh man, it was great. Nice car. Uh, it was the car crash match. You know, New Japan doesn't do these types of matches a lot, but when they do, they're a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't, I didn't think it was the match of night. Actually, I thought there was another match that I had over it, but. Number two, number two on the night. I thought it was great. Uh, you know, everyone really got their moment to shine. The only complaint I have is that Will Ospreay did something fucking crazy and I never got to see it. <laughs> I was like, ah. like, they just, everyone screams and they're like, wow. And, you know, Rick and Bonnie on the call instantly made the show better, by the way. Shout yeah. out Ian Rick and Bonnie, the best in the biz. Uh, 
I love that he's doing these, by the way. Me too. And he like he he announced it perfectly. And I was like, what happened? What happened? We, they just show like Osprey sitting there like this, and I was like, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna see it, are we? Yeah. No, we're not. No, we never did. Rickabani immediately saying, maybe maybe we'll have a replay if we can get a replay up soon. And then like more shit and happened. It's like, oh, never mind. We're never gonna get never a replay. Uh, yeah, this match never slowed down. It was action, action, action. I thought there was a new champion about seventeen times that was probably the best part you know you never really knew who was winning which was great and tanahashi was awesome uh obviously moxley was awesome moxley's having himself a hell of a year by the way like if you want to talk non-ftr guys in AEW, i think he's kind of him and hangman are probably like right there for AEW wrestler of the year I think they are killing it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just another great match that Moxley was involved in. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Osprey was Osprey, obviously. Uh, him and Moxley have really good chemistry. Yeah. Um, I love their singles match, and they were really good in here. And then Juice, Juice walking out and new. Uh, I guess it wasn't really shocking. In the end, like when you thought about it, like, oh, he's the new. It, it was shocking fresh face. in the moment, but then when you yeah. sat there and thought about it, you're like, no, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that That's makes a sense. good idea. Yeah. Now, Bullet Club has the IWGP United States Champion, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles, and the never six man open weight, whatever the fuck you want to call them. That's it. That's it. Now they just don't have the world title or the junior tag titles. Mm-hmm. Unless they also they don't convince, have the never. Unless they convince Takuchi to join. <laughs> Maybe they should. Well, they have the never open weight and then Tamatango on that. So that's true. That is true. Yeah, no, I thought this match was a fantastic main event. Completely agree with your point about how it felt several times. It was Scotty. Perfect. It was a perfect uh main event for me 15 minute main event constant action everyone's hitting their finishers back to back to back exactly what you said um uh you had no idea who was gonna win it you thought there was a new champion in seven seven different times it was the perfect way i say it again perfect way to do these sort of uh fatal four ways these multi-man matches is make it that sort of you know, they had a whole conversation about it. Is it a marathon? Is it a sprint? I don't really know, but it, to me, it feels definitely like a sprint because it is like we're going back to back to back. As a fan, I feel like I'm watching a sprint. Um, yeah, Tanahashi's out of his fucking mind, by the way. Yes. Oh, this dude's still doing the high fly flow through a table. And to the floor. That, that table breaking. Oh, crap. It just got super orange where I am. <laughs> My screen. Whoa! I'm in. I'm in California in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Really fix that. There we go. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. No. So it was very good. Um, you yeah, know that that table spot from Tanahashi was insane. Like it was just like, all right, here we go. He goes off, and then just the table explodes. He's out of his mind. Yeah. He's also like, I don't. I, everyone can have their own greatest of all time, but like he's he's about to reach the level where it's almost un- indisputable. <laughs> like yeah. this dude's doing this. That how old is he? Forty four now. Tanahashi. Uh, here, yeah. pull it up. 
He is ageless. 45. Yeah, and this dude's like having, like, he just had that Ishii match at Wrestling Dotaku that multiple people are calling the match of the year. Mm-hmm. He's having, he's doing this. Like, he, I understand his title reigns have been short. This was 14 days. He had the title for 14 days. But, like, put him in any situation, this dude's going to deliver and deliver and deliver. You have this crazy car crash of a match. Guess what? He's still stuck out. He's still delivering. It's insane. He is insane. But I do want to add that Juice Robinson won with the KOD. He didn't win with the Unprettier. I don't know what I forget what, what the move is actually called. The main squeeze. Uh, <laughs> main squeeze. Yeah, sure. I think that's <laughs> the rock hard. Yeah, but he, but he ultimately won the KOD. I wonder if yeah, let me yeah. see if I can see what they called it. Yeah, it's the move uh Hameka also uses. I still don't know what it's called besides KOD. But yeah. that's what he won with. And he, he's he calls a it he calls it the rock slide. The rock slide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um now I you know I, I can't help but think and ask you, Ryan. Is Jay White win this goddamn title? <laughs> No, no, he's not. Yeah, totally you not. Think, you think that's where it stops? I think, I think the I was because I was contemplating your your thing about how Bullet Club has all the titles, and I think they're doing that as a teaser of like, yeah, oh, Jay White might get it because Bullet Club has the titles. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna win it. I would not take the title off of Okada at this point. Now, could they? Sure. Would it be fine? Um, I don't know. With COVID, I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put your world title on Jay White. Uh, with yeah. COVID still happening, um, you know Japan is loosening up, but they could tighten up <laughs> tighten up that collar at any point. So yeah, I just don't think I would. I wouldn't. Un- I would crown. Uh, Okada. Yeah, I think that's a big thing for me right I, now. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. I would not do it either at this point. I think I think yeah. you just you keep it on him for a bit. Um, Tanashi is forty five, and I was looking up other forty five year old wrestlers, uh, and I, I I'm safe to say I believe Hiroshi Tanahashi is the best forty five year old wrestler today. That is, to be fair, active. Ready? Uh, other forty five year old wrestlers: Bobby Lashley. I like Bobby. Bobby Rude. Yeah, no. Bobby Rude. No. no. T- Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Lance Archer. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, and John Cena. Well. Well. He doesn't wrestle. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, tough. currently active? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, just give me Tanahashi versus Cena. That's what I heard. That's the uh, forbidden door I want. That. That's the forbidden door I've always wanted. I'm kind of shocked we didn't get any forbidden door stuff. What with WWE? No, we had that. We night. had like Mickey this... James of the Royal Rumble, man. No, no, to about? set up to set up the forbidden door show. I thought we were oh. for sure get something. We got uh, nothing. No, nothing. No, it nothing. And you can maybe make an argument of like, oh, a seed kind of got planted with Tanahashi and Moxley. It's like, yeah, I guess. Not really. Did it though? <laughs> yeah. So there's no, not really. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, no, not really any sort of uh 
any sort of that. And also, uh, two, I guess you could say, AEW people uh, lost their matches. It wasn't a, and it wasn't an AEW blowout like the last show. So I told you, man, you didn't listen to me. Uh, the second last match, the semi main event was Hikaleo and Jay White defeating the IWGP this champion Okada and Rock Romero. No fucking right to be this good. No <laughs> right. And I think part of it was Okada just having the fucking time of his life with a crowd that could actually cheer for him. Mm-hmm. That was a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the energy and like him versus Jay White's a massive match. And if you didn't feel that in here, then you just won't feel it. Jay White, since, since the last time these two went head to head in singles competition, is so much better. Which was MSG, I believe, right? That was MSG. Yeah, that's insane that's that they haven't went twenty head to head. Yeah, and Jay White's just you know completely different. The energy was in here was great. Rocky Ramiro was fantastic in this match. My God, mm-hmm. I was excited. So feel bad for Trent that he he had to miss this. Obviously, of course, but. When I was saw I was Rocky as a still, and I was like, "Oh, Rocky's great with Okada because, like, you know, obviously they're great friends and whatnot." But like, that just picks up his game, and he did pick up his game. Hikaleo did pretty well. As give credit to Hikaleo, who I forgot was a person. Uh, but yeah, this the, the energy of this match was great. Uh, the crowd was really into it, as was I. And in the end, the great uh, Blade Runner for the win was good way to end it and then after the match we got a uh a beat down on okada uh with uh tonga loa making the save and then a little bit of that uh tension between hikaleo and tonga loa hikaleo has decided to stay with bullet club so we'll see how that yeah, plays out <laughs> we'll see how you know, that all plays out why did Tama tonga not do anything on the show um, I mean, maybe he's maybe he's like injured, but they don't want to announce it. I don't know. I mean, I mean, originally, well, Tonga Loa was a replacement anyway. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, you know, it's, it's sort of that, uh, you know, but yeah, I totally agree. This match was very, very good. I love the chemistry between Okada and Rocky Romero. I wish I could see them tag more because they were They're so much fun. They're so much fun. They'd be a great tag league team. <laughs> oh, my God. I, can we do? Can we do that? Can we just? I had the thought. I don't necessarily want to do it this year because I'm actually kind of excited for World Tag League this year. But I <laughs> wish during the pandemic, World Tag League was one heavyweight and one junior heavyweight teamed up together and go off like that. That would be a lot of fun. Oh, then you do Yano and Taguchi as a team. Oh, well, I mean, Naito and Hiromu would have won. But Naito Hiromu. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let's just go through that roster. Naito Hiromu, Okada. Had to be Rocky. No, I wanted it to be Rocky. It's got to be Rocky. It's got to be Rocky. But you have to send it him over. It would have been Yo, but <laughs> I want it to be Rocky. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. It would have been Yo. Um, I'm trying to think of the other bull, uh, um, uh, Suzuki and evil and show, baby, evil and show, boy, summer. Uh, I would say, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Doki. That's what I would do. That's what I would do, honestly. Um, Tai Chi and Desperado, Tai Chi and Desperado. 
Uh, oh no, you Suzuki do do Suzuki, do Suzuki and Desperado. Okay, well, you have to remember that they don't care about Suzuki anymore. But okay, Continue. that's true. That is true. But well, Suzuki's got to be of someone, and Desperado would be a good person. And uh, now you could well not that. Oh, but then you also have you also have Taichi as well. Mm. Now you could do Osprey and Akira. Do Taichi and Takam and Shinoku. I'm sure Ibushi would love that. All right, let's. This is this. The move on. <laughs> Tohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Yes, my match of the night. Yes, same. Easily match of the night. This match ruled ass. It was. It was exactly what it read on the tin. Right, like it completely met expectations. Ishii Eddie Kingston went out there. You knew they were going to be hard hitting. You knew they were going to kick each other's butt. You knew they were going to be slapping each other and headbutting each other, and there's going to be a lot of this, of yeah. a lot of a lot of like like oh, yeah. the, the Ishii like drunk wobble. Whoa! If you're not watching the Whoa. video podcast, you're you're missing out on my drunk wobble. Yeah, you were missing a great. You were missing Ryan. Like if you, <laughs> he almost fell. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, match was awesome. Uh, I have come to the conclusion: if you don't love Eddie Kingston, I don't trust you as a person. That is that is that is that is where we are. Eddie Kingston's amazing, phenomenal, fantastic, tremendous. Any more words I need? Because I'm I'm out of adjectives. Uh, this guy three years ago was about to retire, and now yeah, he's yeah. having kick-ass matches. Of now he's on the run of his career. Now he's had in this year alone. If you want to include last year, you can add the CM Punk one. Uh, he's had a he had the. Best Chris Jericho match possibly ever in AEW. He had this brawl. He had that one with Gabriel Kidd that everyone forgets, you know, because. Oh, yeah. That was a great match. Yeah. That was a great match. Eddie Kingston's on another level right now, just as a performer. Uh, And even in defeat, this dude is. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need to win. He doesn't need to be dominant for him to be the most over guy in the building. And he was just like, obviously, Okada was the most over guy in the building. Like, you and me have talked about this. Like, Okada is probably the biggest wrestling star there is right now, obviously. Yeah. Uh, But Eddie Kingston was right there in terms of pop. Like, they were so into the him, so into this match as they should be. Uh, yeah, absolutely lived up to expectations. Uh, it, just a hard hitting slobber knocker. And just shout out to Ishii, too. Three weekends in a row, we got the Dontaku match with, with Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. We got the Under Siege match with Josh mm-hmm. Alexander. We didn't talk about it on the show, but that match kicked ass. And then we got this match Ishii. Ish. Shout out to career. him for trying. Just. Trying, I, I, no. Well, well. Here's the thing: when he comes to the U.S., I do fear he does. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, like I full, full effort Ishii. We saw Ishii at WrestleCon. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, we sure did. <laughs> like this, this was full effort Ishii. Yeah. Uh, obviously, wrestling Dotaku was. I think we got about seventy five percent at Under Siege. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think we got the full Ishii. But still pretty good, still good Ishii. Seventy five percent Ishii is still a good Ishii. Uh, obviously, I it's very well known. Like I'm not the number one Ishii fan or anything, but I can recognize when the guy's having himself a year. Yeah. He's having himself a year. He has the and then you, if you want to go back into the New Japan Cup with that uh, Shingo match as well. Oh yeah! Oh my God! 
potential match of the year for me. That's like a top ten, right? It's like a top five match right there. Whew. God, Ishii, just unbelievable how good this, this guy is. This year has been just incredible for wrestling so far. So good. Uh, Brody King and Minoru Suzuki. With Brody <laughs> King getting the win over Suzuki in nine minutes of a Gonzo bomb. <laughs> Honestly, very surprised by this, but I thought this match was pretty good. Way better Way better than, way different than I thought it would be. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, just hard chops, you know, and all that jazz. And then they did, like, ring psychology as well of, like, Suzuki targeting. Like, they do the chop fest. Suzuki figures out, oh, he uses his right hand, targets that right hand. And so that Brody King can't use his right hand anymore. He has to use his left hand, uh, which still hurts. But I uh, get it, got it, and then eventually King wins it with the Gonzo bomb. He it wasn't the hands that he had to worry about. It was the legs, arms. I don't know, whatever you use for a Gonzo bomb. Uh, but just a fantastic match. I thought this well. I, I thought it was really yeah. good. Yeah, um, surprised me. Surprised me how good this was. I mean, on the lineup, you looked at the lineup for the show. Um, it was either going to be the third or fourth best match, probably the third. Uh, I love the tag team match as well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was really good. I forgot Brody King was signed to AEW when Ian Riccoboni said it. I was like, oh, right. You know, because House of Black, I remember, is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't do much, but they are a thing. Uh, even though they're probably going to have like the best trios match of the year on Double or Nothing. Against Death Triangle, that's that's gonna be incredible. Uh, yeah, I um, I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed this. I thought Brody King looked great. Uh, I think people forget how good he is mm-hmm. as a wrestler. Uh, obviously, Suzuki was very good. I mean, that's you know whatever he does that in his sleep doesn't really matter. Uh, but yeah, shout out Brody King and the Gonzo bomb. So cool looking. So yeah. it's like, oh, he killed him. Like <laughs> that's like a real finisher right there. Like, oh, he's yeah, no, he's he's dead. No, let's go, 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 go. Sounds good. So yeah, that was really uh really good match. Yeah, very very good. Uh, moving right along, we got uh the eight man tag uh with uh, TMDK, Jonah, Shane Hayes, Mad, Mikey Nichols, and new member Bad Dude Tito. Is he in the group? Uh, he is or is now he just there? officially in the group after the match. They invited him into the group. He is now the new member of TMDK. Nothing says Australian like bad dude Tito. Yeah, baby. Uh, defeating the team, of course, of United Empire, Aaron Hernari, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and Jeff Cobb. Very good match as well. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The newsworthy item is that uh, bad dude Tito is in a group that he kind of has already been in for the past like month. Cobb and Jonah were fun. Yo, yes, Cobb. I was ready. I was ready for Cobb and Jonah. That that part is definitely uh, a nice prime. Two meaty men slapping meats. Shout out to Big E. Um, let's talk about the next match: Great O'Con versus Chase Owens. Didn't Scotty. fucking watch it. Didn't fucking watch it. Was not gonna watch it. I saw the result. I was like, oh, I wasn't gonna watch it anyways. But now I'm fucking definitely not gonna watch it. You know, you know how everyone wants to say, oh, New Japan's back. New Japan won't fucking be back until Chase Owens is fucking not a champion anymore and gone. I'm just gonna mute my mic real quick. I thought I thought you were gonna go on longer, but uh. No, no, I don't have anything to say. No, no, no. Fuck, no. Get out of here. 
I can't stand this guy. I can't. I can't. Maybe awesome. me. No, he's just not good. Would, would, would you like to hear that was also the, my least favorite match on the show? That was also. Well, also I'm shocked. Good. The match that Chase Owens was involved in was the worst match on the show. That one. Look at me. This is my surprise face. Chase Owens beat Great O'Conn with a, uh, a roll-up pin. Feet, I believe it was feet on the ropes. Was it, I believe it was a roll-up pin, feet on the ropes, holding the puffy pants. I believe that was the finish. So uh, he's yeah. a cheater. He's a bullet club. I'm just surprised that they beat Great O'Conn in a singles match. Yeah, it was a dirty way to beat him, but still. Bullet club. Uh, I was just kind of surprised that they wanted to do that with a singles. I, I thought we were pushing Great O'Conn to the moon any minute now. Taking the titles off to maybe push Great O'Conn. I'm, you know, oh, no, man, I'm losing. To think. He's losing the Chase Owens, folks. I'm starting to think it's not happening. <laughs> I, I think it will happen at some point. I don't think it's happening this year. I don't get that impression. What is, what is this great? I need to ask. I need to ask. What is this Great O'Conn push to the moon scenario for people? people Do they him. think he's... People see him as a future world champion. All right. Well, you know what? You know who I see as a future world champion? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Ah, he's already a world champion, baby. Evil, baby. <laughs> as he should be. Show, should baby. <laughs> when this guy's the biggest baby face in the company, yeah, you're going you're gonna to not only strap the rocket to him, you're going to strap the company to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, multi-man attack Hot match. boy summer. Are you doing no? Actually, are you doing the the Scott Hall <laughs> extensions? <laughs> what I was actually gonna say was, you know, who's a world champion that will never probably win the world title? What's that? Oh, it's gone. <laughs> you you froze. <laughs> I thought you froze. Like you were in a, <laughs> your eyes rolled and stopped and looked dead. I thought you'd either froze or die. Eddie moment. Kingston. There we go. There's there we go. There we go. Yeah, Eddie, I think Eddie Kingston's gonna be the Ishii of uh, AEW. I get that impression. That makes sense. Put it on banger matches. I think I've been talking about New Japan for too long. <laughs> yeah. Uh real my, quickly my, then, other multi man matches. Time filthy. Team Filthy defeated the team. I didn't watch this. The home team. Uh, it was actually really good. It was really good multi-man. Oh, All Team I'm Filthy matches are good. shocked that Ryan loved a Team Filthy match. There is no bigger Team Filthy stand than Ryan Knightsey. And I have a bone to pick with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Again, 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 again. Why are we doing Tom Lawler versus Fred Rosser for the never strong, whatever the fuck the title's called, on a tape show? <laughs> Not only that, but Fred Rosser is putting his New Japan contract on the line. It is a title which versus, makes it a title versus career match, which makes it worse. This should be on the pay per view. Would have got a big pot for Fred Rosser. Instead, we're all going to know the results by the end of tonight. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Have they announced a replacement opponent for Tanahashi? What do you, for for what? For tonight's show. What's what's tonight's show? The uh Philadelphia tapings. Oh, is Tanahashi is Tanahashi injured or something? I didn't hear that. Uh no, but the guy he's wrestling is not a fucking chance he's gonna be there. 
Uh, let's see. Let's... He was replaced by Tangaloa, so I really hope they don't replace. <laughs> oh, I see. Out. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, no, <laughs> he's still listed as uh, wrestling uh, that guy. But yeah, what is what a show? Tony Deppin's on that show against Suzuki. That's wild. Tony Deppin was on Dark and lost to John Silver. Killer Cross is on the show against Yuya Uemura. That's uh, that's a match. Jake Something versus Brody King. Something. Jeff Cobb versus Willie Mac. I get that. Well, that's great. But I had I had no nothing to just top onto that. Will Osprey versus Homicide. <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> what? Well, Aria Davari versus Delirious? Whoa. What? Aria Davari just got a uh, WWE producer tryout. Oh, really? I guess he didn't yeah. get it. <laughs> guess he didn't. It just happened this week. Mm, that makes sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here we go. This is a this is a 10 man that I want to see. Ready? Ready? Oh, here we go. Jay White. Scott Norton. Juice Robinson. Machine Gunka Carl Anderson. Doc Gallus, Hikaleo versus Ishii, Rocky Romero, Ren Narita, Mas- Mascarada Dorada, and Chuck Taylor. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. They really have Okada right there in the building. They have him right there yeah, he's not in wrestling. the building. And they said, you know what? You don't have to wrestle. You don't even have to show up. Like, what, what are we doing here? He's yeah, right yeah. there. I yeah. just watched him wrestle. He might he might make an appearance. Yay. <laughs> uh, and then your opening match, of course, was uh Carl Frederick versus Red and Rita. This was also this is like my fourth favorite match of the night, I think. This was like surprisingly good. Ren Carl Rita, Frederick's match of his career. I, I don't know, but Ren Rita was really, really good in this match. Well, I don't think Carl Frederick was very good. So. Ren Narita did like a, a a sort of a, a cloverleaf maneuvering where it was basically like Carl, like he had the cloverleaf, but he just hadn't flipped them over. So he just like kept rolling through it as Carl Frederick yeah. tried to the ropes and then eventually got it on and it looked very good. I, I so Ren Narita is going to be a junior, isn't he? I would, unless he gets lifts in his shoes, I imagine he's going to be a junior. Damn. That means... I'll get him in a tournament for a little bit. No, yeah, we're he's, he'll he'll be maybe he'll. I mean, he's almost ready. I, I I think of all we had this discussion in the Discord. I think of all of the the current current crop of young lions on excursion. I think Renarita's the top one right now, and I think he is practically ready to return. Well, that's good. Enjoy him in the junior division, my guy. That's fine. That's fine. I'll, I will enjoy him. In the- all right, I will enjoy them. Copy that. I, <laughs> yes, sir. Um, all right. Do you want to talk about something else before we talk about Bosch, or do you want to? Do well, you want I didn't to... even watch it, so if you want to go through it, go right ahead. Well, you want to take me through it? You want to walk me through it, and I'll give my review. Take me home tonight. Yeah, sure. Well, don't take me home tonight. Say. Just take me through Bosch. All right, Ace Austin versus Clock Corners. Uh yeah, so we got the day deb- the Japanese re debut of Clark Connors as a no longer young lion versus Ace Austin. How did the Rhino do? Rhino did pretty good. He did lose uh, Ace Austin. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hold on, what? My oh, you're excited about Ace Austin. <laughs> my my uh, whatever the fuck. My uh, prediction? No, not my prediction. My um, my goal here is for Ace Austin to show the world that he's good. So. 
Good start. Yeah, he Ace Austin picked up the win. Uh, for a second, there, I thought you were excited that Clark Connors lost. I was like, whoa, all right. Did he, did he hit him with that fold, though? He did hit him with the fold and go, yeah. got the win with the fold. Uh, yeah, get folded. Very good match. Very, very good match. I'm excited uh, between for that one. these two. Uh, get folded. Definitely check it out. It wasn't exactly what I was hoping for, but it was still very good. Uh, well, I don't know what you were hoping for, Ryan. God tier wrestling, obviously. Okay, well, I, I mean, that's just that's just it was, on you, man. It was a good introduction for these two guys. Is what it was. That's what matters. All right, all right. Moving on. Alex Zane versus Yoshinobu Kanamaru. Yes, Alex Zane got the win here. Um, he this match was the least favorite of the five. Uh, okay, because I saw someone just t- t- tweet out of nowhere that. Alex Zane was mid. <laughs> it's so here's the problem. It's not that Alex Zane I'm like, was like damn. It's not necessarily that Alex Zane was mid. It's the fact you don't that say, you don't say about the sauce. <laughs> uh the match was Kanamaro doing uh limb work on Zane's knee the entire time oh. to limit Alex Zane's high flyingness. Alex Zane oh. when it was his turn just did a bunch of high flying stuff. So it's like uh, it was fine, but the the match became disjointed because Zane was Zane was selling his knee when he was on the ground, but it didn't stop him from doing any insane maneuvers in the air. So psychology didn't exist. No, it didn't. It, it existed, but didn't connect. If that makes sense. Got it. Got it. All right, moving on. Francisco still, good, still a good match. I thought it was okay, completely okay. I gave it two and a half, so it's still completely okay. Versus show match of the night. Hell yeah, that's what we like to hear. Match of the night, easily. Akira, holy shit, this man on fire. This match, easily match of the night. These two worked great together. Akira is just like Osprey uh, back in the day, but but he's like he's like he's. He's like a combination of like Osprey back in the day, but a little bit more grounded and and has this the current Osprey fire. So it's just grittier. like yeah, it's just and and real smaller, <laughs> a lot do, smaller. Do, do you do you remember when Edge came back and he said grit like a thousand times? Because mm-hmm, that was his thing. Is so, like gr- he was grit. yeah. So is, so is that what Akira was? He was grit. Nah, he was fire. He, he was, was straight grit. fire the entire time. Um. um so what you're saying is. Hot Boy Summer is very much on. Well, show lost, but it could be Hot Boy Summer in a different way. It could be Francisco Kira, Hot Boy Summer. Uh, no, no, no. He doesn't fit into that. This is Hot Boy Summer, House of Torture. I know. Motherfucker. I know, but I show know. lost. So I'm just saying. No, he doesn't need to win. He just needs to represent. But it did was really good. Uh, show went to grab the the wrench at one point, and TJP just like walked over and just grabbed it real quick, and then just sat next to the announcer's table, being like, "Uh, uh, uh, can't have this." So that's, uh, that's not fair. Uh, but yes, Akira looked great. Great debut for Akira here. Uh, fantastic dare. debut. How dare TJP take the wrench away? How dare he? That's what I'm saying, man. Rizuki Taguchi versus Haru Takahashi. Exactly what he thought it was going to be. Pretty much comedy, oh, for man. the most part. Um, these two could actually have a bag. Yeah, they they started a lot of comedy. They they got into it more as the match went on. Uh, there was a point where Taguchi uh, uh, pulled his pulled his pants down um, and used his butt 
uh, as a move. More so than usual, <laughs> I guess. But um, yeah. Okay. The match started with Taguchi being like, you know what, I'm not going to win here. And then got on the ground and just like kind of just laid there and say, hey, pin me, pin me. And Hiromo's like, are you sure? And he's like, no, no, no. And so Hiromo just walks over. It was like one, two. And then Taguchi springs like a trap, grabs the ankle and just puts him in an ankle lock real quick. And that was fun. I mean, it's fun. It's fun comedy and stuff, but it's just like, no, right. <laughs> All right. Maybe Hiromo win. Hiromo did win. Uh, yeah. With a Hiromu roll, an unnamed Hiromu roll, whatever that means. Hiromu roll. Yo, versus Taiji Shimori. Your main event of the evening. Yeah, I mean, this was certainly a main event match, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, it was. It was exactly how my feelings are about Yo. Very good. But I have no emotion attached to this whatsoever. Well, that's good because Yo doesn't either. <laughs> it, the match was very good. It just like I just don't care. I mean, it's Yo. The story going into this is that I don't know if he should even be in the tournament. And then versus the champion. So <sighs> whatever. I I honestly I don't care about Yo. I have no interest in seeing Yo. He's a good Yo wrestler, but like desperate need of a switch. <laughs> his his peak was in the tag mat and the tag team. He he since then is not not nothing. He's not nothing, but he's not something. So I think that's how I feel about Yo. Taiji Ishimori was good as always, and he got the win. So two points. So your people- uh, don't think good as always. He was boring for a long period of time. But the people who won, we have two points now: are Ishimori, Takahashi. Akira, Zane, and Austin. Well, well, well. Yeah, well, well. He's, he's yawning. Yawn. He's yawning on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of things on this show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> that was my purpose, though. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> After all, I do know. <laughs> I do know. Yo needs to turn. I know that he needs uh, he needs he needs uh, something. He needs a lift. Yeah, he needs he needs something. Oh, I remember what I was right gonna say. It's, it's nothing. Uh, the guy that I think's representing the block one, so that's a good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Akira, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yes. like if Haramo did, I wouldn't be shocked. Yes, I I'm very I'm very excited to see more of these guys. I believe the next matches. For this block specifically, our Wednesday, Um, it's going to be uh, Yo versus Clark Connors, uh, Ace Ace Austin versus Kanemaru, Zayn versus Sho, which I feel like that should be pretty good, Uh, Takuchi versus Ishimori, and then Takahashi versus Akira. Damn, they're really just blowing the load early, huh? Hey, look, man, sometimes some... Never mind. I got nothing. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. The main event for uh, B Block Night One is Teton versus El Desperado. Mm -hmm. I put a a silky smooth DDT in the Discord. So if you want to check that out. I think El Desperado is in like every main event for the B Block. (laughs) Pretty much. much. I think he's in the most main events the entire uh, Uh, entire tournament. Um, yeah, yeah. We, also did, baby. we didn't talk about it at all, but uh, Leo Rush also returned to Capital Collision. 
We don't talk yes, about that. Yes, I'm very happy because I miss him. It's yeah, I'm very excited. He's back. Still not ready to clear to wrestle, but he already called out Robbie Eagles, uh, Harumi Takahashi, Taiji Shimori. So intrigued to, to see um, when he will turn officially, uh, and if he will stay. I guess that'd be part of it. Um, let's move on. How much show? How much show do we got here left? Oh, we've only been okay. Yeah, we got plenty of show here. Let's talk about WrestleMania Backlash, Scotty. Let's right. talk about it. WWE WrestleMania Backlash. This is it from the Dunkin' Donuts Center, Providence, Rhode Island. Scotty, you live near there. Did you go? No. <laughs> kind of wish I did. It was a good show. Yeah, I think for the most part, most of the matches were good. Two of them were like, are you serious? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the two that were, are you serious, were guaranteed to be at, have that question asked. So that's it's true. Like, whatever. Well, let's start off the show uh, like we all do with Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Oh, you're only smoking mirrors. Cody Rhodes gets the win by defeating Seth Rollins in 20 minutes and 46 seconds. Uh, not on the wheel, not on the hamster wheel. He was, didn't play 50 50 here like we thought they would. Um, yeah, I'm happy they did it. Yeah, so where are we going with Cody Rhodes now that uh, the world title is gone? They're just going to do Seth Rollins again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just going to do it again. Maybe Seth use Rollins. the trunks. Would Seth Rollins win that match? No. No, it's the third one. You have Cody winning, and I think you just got to probably, I don't know, I think they might be giving him money in the bank. Just kind of feels like where they're going. I don't know. They had the whole, do you want a main event WrestleMania? And everyone was like, what? <laughs> and uh, I think, was it Meltzer that made the point of like, I think that's more a directed story for Cody. What is it more? Than anything direct, else? Was it more of a directed story? Like the how he said a chance to main event WrestleMania. Like, oh, he thinks that's just a Cody thing with money in the bank. Like that he will. Like, that's the story they're going for here. Oh, like, Cody is going to win Money in the Bank and then say, I'm going to use this briefcase to cash in for the main event of WrestleMania? Something like that. I, I don't really know. Ah, oh, the match is really good, though. Cody Rhodes? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't want to see Roman Reigns versus The Rock. I want to see Roman Reigns versus Co- Cody. <laughs> or better yet, Cody Rhodes versus The Rock. Of course. Yeah, Rhodes to the top against... The Tooth Fairy. We kind of, I feel like we kind of talk about it is that like the Rock versus Roman doesn't really need the titles. It would be actually need the title at all. It'd be better without the titles, honestly. Couldn't need the title less. So get (laughs) night one, take the title off of Roman. Night two, Roman versus the Rock. I think, I think the goal would be Roman to already have lost the titles. True. You would think. I mean, they have three stadium shows (laughs) in the next. Three months, four months. <laughs> so many stadium shows. So many. Well, they're selling one with money in the bank, so that's a good start for them. SummerSlam's another, and the fucking Wales one sold out. <laughs> so, like, I don't even know if the tickets went on sale yet, but it sold out. <laughs> God, I've never seen so many people want to go to a WWE show, and it's because they never get shows. Well, that's it, so smart, though, going to places that. Like 
people don't get to see you a lot makes sense. You would think for an international company like Some, WWE, someone you know. should teach AEW that. Well, shout out Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did see a report saying that they're considering doing all out in Toronto this year. Well, that'd be a good spot. That'd be a good spot. Toronto's a hot crowd. But anyways, that has nothing nothing to do with WWE or Cody Rhodes or any anyone else. So. Cody Rhodes, anything, any thoughts on this match? Because I feel like we had our thoughts and that was it. It was like a year ago, so I don't <laughs> I've watched so much wrestling since that hour. It do was think, good. Do you think it was better than the WrestleMania match? No. No. I think I agree. It was good. I like it the was Wrestle- really, I like the WrestleMania. Yeah. It was a great match. I like I like the WrestleMania match a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that also had the added like, oh my God. It's Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so like that probably Cody helps. Rhodes, yeah, I agree. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. Do the exact same uh, thing. Get them off their feet. Crowd is here, about to blow. Ready for Second me match. to start the show. Second match. Almost. I'm just gonna move forward. Almost. Oh, no, no. Skip it. Skip it. Skip Almost. It. Skip it. Bobby Lashley. It was bad. It was. What bad. was the line? Was that? Line, please. I don't know. Almost. Bobby you're, ar- you're, you're already giving this match too much stop. Dave gave it one and a quarter. <laughs> that's honestly generous. I feel like that's, that's, that's Dave for you. Um, Edge versus AJ Styles. Now, here's the thing. <sighs> Damian Priest was banned from ringside. He did end up in the ring during the match uh, by coming out to the aisle away. Ref was like, oh, that's fine. And then Finn Balor came out, beat up Damian it Priest. It wasn't ringside. Then they went in the ring and still fought. Uh, and then they got Damian Priest out of there. So that was d- weird. Uh, but it didn't matter. Damian Priest didn't matter because the end result of this match was Styles getting distracted by uh, an assailant, a hooded figure on the outside. With the hooded figure that looked exactly like Rhea Ripley. Hey, you can't say that you're gonna get canceled. I gotta say, okay, I got, I got, I got to say. Someone who has now. someone with funniest thing was when she unzipped the sweatshirt. She didn't reveal the face yet, and people popped. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you figured it out. Okay, congrats, <laughs> guys, awesome, good job. Couldn't couldn't have figured it out from you know she's wearing Rhea Ripley's gear, but no, no, it's fine. <laughs> no. Nope. Shocked, stunned. Yeah. Uh, she, she, okay. she respectively had similar legs to Rhea Ripley, respectively. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, beautiful woman. Blah blah blah. blah. Great. I love. Uh, I love this match because it was only fifteen minutes. Oh, you know what was my favorite part of this match? How some somehow in in all of this, people came out of it like, "Wow, AJ Styles are still good." I came out of saying, "These guys stink. Let's stop having these two wrestle, please." I'm done. Done. These matches stink. Listen, and I don't want to hear. Oh, uh, no, no, because I'm going to hear. Well, it's Edge's fault. Yeah, sure. You can blame Edge. You can blame Edge. No, that's fair. His new character's ass. Two packs of ass. Don't get me wrong. But one, I watched one, Edge one have whole, th- one whole box. <laughs> I watched Edge have three really good to great matches last year with Seth Rollins. So yes, we can agree. Edge is the problem here. Because his new character makes him worse. Don't get me agreed. But AJ Styles ain't doing good shit. Okay, AJ Styles is washed. He's washed. I, we just gotta be honest now. He's he's not AJ Styles anymore. 
He's not the phenomenal one. He's the, eh, he's okay. One. Like, yeah, that's what he is. He's not phenomenal anymore. He's fine. He's fine. He's name value that is happy to be in WWE because he doesn't have to have great matches all the time anymore. Now, is each cheek? This match was better than the WrestleMania match. Okay. Congrats. Is, is each cheek a pack? Or is Stop. it like one Stop. whole ass? We already ass. went over this. Is it it's one, one whole ass. It's one whole, it's one whole ass and then two packs of those ass. Yeah. How many, how many asses are in a pack? Well, you asked one? us like three weeks ago. Did I? And Have I run out of material? I think you were. I don't know, but I know the streets were asking the same question. Because I, I, I think it's... Uh, so it's one ass per pack, I think, right? So then it's two packs. The I give this great analyzation. All you get out Anal, of it You is- said analyzation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Moving on. SmackDown women's title. I quit match. Ronda Rousey defeats Charlotte Flair to become the new SmackDown women's champion. I was right. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge your tribal podcast host. Wait, what were you right about? That this match is going to be a lot better than the WrestleMania match. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like everyone would. Everyone would. No, 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 no. People were like, oh, who gives a shit? It's Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. It's well, fucking who, cardboard versus cardboard. But who does care? Who does give a shit? <laughs> I care. Damn it. I care. Because I said, you know what? They can have a nice, good physical match. And guess what they did? Uh, had a had a decent match. Yes, they had a good match. Get out of here, Ryan. I don't want to hear no, it. No, it was a good match. No, it was you, a very good. You know what? You, you know, I was gonna say like, oh, you liked this match, but I couldn't think of one match that I could name you liked that was bad. Uh, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was uh, very good physical. Match. It was uh, Charlotte. Go ahead. Charlotte Flair was actually decent for once, which it's been a long while. By far, Ronda's best match since coming back. Not even a question. Um, she's also not- notably like she's clearly like into she's back into it, like back into the swing of things now. You know, she went from okay, she had a baby. Now she's back in wrestling. Now she's only having like three matches total. Now we've gotten to the point where I think Ronda, with the right opponent, can have a good match. You're telling me that Charlotte Flair, someone who's notorious of having her best matches being like hardcore matches, was great in this match? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You know, Charlotte, let's put Charlotte Flair in GCW, right? I mean, just the the kind of hardcore <sighs> match you could have with... That's fine, because I don't watch GCW, so... She's the kind of hardcore match... Like, she's, real, she's a really good hardcore wrestler in that sense. In she the is, WWE which sense. is wild. Which because is she's Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, she they pushed her as like the technical master. And it's like, no, no, no. She should be doing hardcore shit. She should be like born yeah. again hardcore. Let's do it. That's yeah, what, that's she what she fight should alley be doing. catch. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's a must see. Yeah, I'd shut the TV off quicker <laughs> than I could turn it on. <laughs> Speaking of doing that, Mad Cat Moss versus Happy Corbin. <laughs> this match is so stupid. I was like, why is this? Why is this on my TV? <laughs> Why is this a pay-per-view match? What are, we, what are we doing here? Bianca Belair is just not defending the title. And it's so that I can see Baron Corbin versus a man they call Madcap. That's Madcap, bro. 
Bring suspenders to the ring. Yeah, dude stinks. All of this stunk. It was bad. It was fine. It wasn't a bad match. It was fine. Yeah, it it's um it was fine. Perfectly fine. I, I didn't care. So like that doesn't help. That's true. That's true. Um main event, six man tag team match. The bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. Best match of the night? Uh probably. Better, well, yeah. better than Cody? Yeah. Better than Cody Seth? Uh I think I had neck and neck. I think I had them neck and neck. I think they were both very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, it's kind of crazy. Well, no, it's not crazy, but it is crazy how um over Mr. Randall Keith Orton is. Oh my god. This, this dude man. is fucking he's having the run of his life, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, I think that's fair to say. It's not a crazy thought. He was spectacular in this. Everyone was really good in this. Um, it was, I think everyone called it like the PWG trios match. I saw people dunking on Dave because he called it like the second half of the match, a PWG match. And I didn't watch this match live. I watched it after the fact. Uh, but I, I was like, I was like, Dave, what, what are people dunking on Dave about this for? And I watched it completely that. Completely yeah. that, that PWG high energy, high octane, moves after moves after moves, indie style. It was great. Yeah. It, it was great. And there wasn't a moment where I wasn't entertained. Um you know, you kind of were waiting for Randy. So I I tweeted out before before the match even started, I was like, the Randy Orton hot tag is going to be sensational. Yeah. It was sensational. <laughs> this <laughs> that RKO on Roman, whew, that was a hell of a pop. That was that was great because he wasn't even looking. He hits he hits it perfectly. Uh, yeah, the match the match was incredible. Uh, Roman and Drew are have to be the biggest match right now. Lots of they teams. have Lots of yeah, teams. like they they it felt like a big match. And I was like, okay, so WWE did a good job actually protecting that match because now it feels big. Uh, the Usos do more super kicks than the Young Bucks. Uh, <laughs> Notice that as well. And uh, the ending was really good. Was it the Super RKO and then he got speared? Yes. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. It was. It was PWG at its finest. <laughs> yeah, very good stuff. Very good stuff. I I I agree with it. Main event. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I I think it was a, a perfect spot to put in the main event. It was a very good match. Uh, beginning of it, I was a little 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 slow on just because it was like the the WWE style stuff. But yeah. once it kicked in, kicked up the pace, it got way better. This match got way better, and I really really enjoyed it. So great stuff from there. Overall, pretty good pay per view. Uh, everyone was expecting it to be kind of a skippable thing, but it was, ended up being very good. Your classic Those WWE. Are the best. I was going to say, those are the best WWE pay-per-views. Which, when WWE, your expectations are super low for a show, they tend to be pretty good shows because, I mean, you know, they got a low bar to hit. Yeah. WrestleMania Backlash. They should always go for the low bar, obviously. That's what we've learned from this show. That's what WWE has learned from this. They should always try to be shit. (laughs) Anyways. Do you want to talk about Rev Pro? More times than not. uh, Yeah, sure. We got like wow, we're not even two hours in. No, we got like thirty minutes left. 
so this Sunday, Rev Pro Epic Encounter. It's going to be the big show at your call for them, May 22nd. Um, kind of excited about this show. I mean, we, you and I have been sort of starting to get onto the Rev Pro bandwagon. I don't uh, even remember what's happening on this oh, show. Oh, guess what? I got the card in front of me. And I'll, I'll go through it. And uh, there's a couple things Ugh. in here that I definitely want to definitely excited no for. No AEW topics this week? Come no, on. No AEW topics. Don't you know what our bread and butter is? Well, we got we got WrestleMania Backlash in the title. So that's going to be good for the SEO. <laughs> SEO purposes. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 And we then got, we'll get the Puro fans of Nuge. Well, we got uh, and Kota Ibushi, who's, who's and I'll make hot sure, right and now. Alex will listen because we had stardom talk for five minutes. Yeah. I got to make sure that. to make sure to put that in the title. Make sure. Got to get the got to get the Alex straw. Mm-hmm. We'll get Capital um, Collision, which has got SEO. Kota Ibushi is constantly trending. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. we should be good. We should be. I good. We should. I think we should be good. Don't put this in the title. <laughs> Number People one. Like, ah, right. British wrestling. Fuck shit. <laughs> get, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I. Well, hold on. Speaking of British wrestling, I saw something on Twitter that said that uh, Akam and Ray, Razor from WWE yeah. are back, and they're starting. Are they back? They're starting a promotion in not, England. Not only are they starting a promotion, they're running a ten thousand seat venue for their first show oh what i didn't know <laughs> not that. only are they doing that but fucking paul ellering is coming back to manage them <laughs> what are they thinking i'm going to that show do we have any other news what's the promotion called that is it that's um world star i don't know i don't know. world star bold. A- i got it i got it i got it you you uh you talk about whatever you're talking about. Well, now I got I got super distracted by this by the <laughs> wrestling entertainment series. Wrestling entertainment series. Interesting. Here's the official press release. You ready? <clears throat> hit me, hit me, hit me. Nottingham, England. Uh, I don't know how to say their names. Gazim, Salmani, and Sunny Dehinsha. Sorry if I said those wrong. Uh, formerly known as WWE's Authors of Pain, are proud to announce the launch of a brand new professional wrestling promotion. Wrestling Entertainment Series, WES, will debut on June 4th, live from the Motor Point Arena in Nottingham, England, and will be available to watch live around the world on Fight TV. Some of the biggest names in professional wrestling will all be announced very soon for this celebratory kickoff event. WES already has an action-packed schedule in place for the remainder of 2022, with several yet-to-be-revealed dates across Europe and the Middle East. WES will also see the in-ring turn of Selmani and Dinsha with legendary manager Paul Ellering by their side. Their duo is set to reestablish themselves as one of the most dominant forces in the tag team wrestling division. Mm. I mean, I could establish myself as that too if I was putting myself over. You know what I was wondering is like, where do they get all this money? Uh, the former, <sighs> the former Razor. Gizam Salmani apparently is the co-founder of an NFT company. Oh, that means that means he's banking. Well, well, <laughs> cryptocurrency he was banking this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he he they, was banking. They announced maybe he this, got out. They announced the promotion and then crypto crashed. Oh, I hope no. he got out then. I hope he got out on time. Oh, uh, God. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It could be exciting. I mean, a lot of people are comparing it to the uh, 
whichever one fell flat on their face, right? World, the World of Spart. World of yeah. Sport. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch see, it. They said some of the biggest names in pro wrestling. So I can Who's only, available? <laughs> I can only expect Killer Cross to be there. <laughs> Braun. We got Braun. We got Braun Strowman. Uh, please stop. <laughs> All right. Rev Pro. Rev Pro. Okay. Some, here we here we go. Let, epic, epic epic encounters. Encounter. It's one of their big shows with the, the law. Yes. Yeah, so here we go. We got a little bit of card. We got Luke Jacobs versus Robbie X. We got okay. Aussie Open versus the Velocities. Say it with me. Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oi oi oi. Um, Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oi oi oi. Um, and then and then <laughs> I think we're gonna do it one more time. Uh, rule of threes, baby. Uh, Aussie Aussie Aussie. Oi oi oi. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I happened the last one. I reached pre- puberty. I reached puberty. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Congratulations. Very excited about that match. Uh, very excited about that match. Uh, Luke Jacobs, I believe, I believe also is like the new Progress Atlas champion. So that should be pretty good. I don't uh, know what that means. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Aussie Open versus Velocities. A lot of people said that they had the best Australian match last year. Uh, match coming out of Australia. So. Bring it over to England. Uh, the four that happened. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> the, what slandered towards Slex the business? Um, but this match should be very good. Uh, they also got Ricky Knight Jr. versus Jeff Cobb. Yeah. That could I'm be into pretty it. good. Connor Mills uh, versus Michael Oku for the Undisputed British Cruiserweight Championship. That should be pretty good. I don't know who Connor Mills is. Uh, he's very good. He's like a guy that is good. <laughs> Hell of a definition. And I quote, he's a guy that's a good, he's good. All right. Cool. Uh, but awesome. it's, it's also Michael Oku who's been already having, he had a great first third quarter of the year he so had far. One good match, and that made him have a great first quarter. I mean, better than most people. Um, un- Take it back. Undisputed British Women's Championship, Alex Windsor versus Kylie Ray. I watched. Um, I saw my first Alex Windsor match the other day, and very good. It was against Shoko Nakajima. Better very or worse good. than Connor Mills? The Princess of I don't know. The Princess <laughs> of Princess Champion versus Alex Windsor was very good. Alex Windsor's uh, she's a quality wrestler. Was I that think, gosh? Was that match this Eve. year? Was that match or this wrestling year? Eve from this year? Okay. Uh, Global Strike Woman Three, I think the show was called. I was when Global I, Force Impact. I love that. An- I love TNA. that anime. I love that anime. Global Strike <laughs> Women Three or <whatever>. to- <laughs> total nonstop Global Force Action Impact Wrestle. Yeah, I love that anime. Um, and then of course your main event, undisputed British Heavyweight Championship, Will Ospreay versus Minoru Suzuki. That should be great. It's Will Ospreay. It's Suzuki and Rev Pro, so you know he's going to bring it. And also, of course, against Osprey, so it's you know he's definitely going to bring it. This man's been bringing it everywhere, all over the globe. So uh, I was born to bring it. Tell me, do you feel it? Let's get down to business. That's Keith Lee's old song. Oh, his uh, his third song in WWE. Mm. You're welcome, Keith Lee. Anyways, Epic Encounter, Rev Pro. They've been having great shows. The York Hard Hell of a preview. Their York Hall shows are always very good. Look, I just wanted to bring it up because we had the time and we have we still have like 
20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We got we got time to chillax. Uh, we had the time to talk about the show, and I want to talk about because Rev Pro, it's a your call show. They've every time they have a your call show, it's gonna be great. So definitely go check it out because I, I'm excited literally about every single match on this card. Legitimately. Um in different every ways. Can I match. can I verbalize it? No, because I'm still I'm basically a new Rev Pro fan. Same thing, you know, with stardom. I can't really verbalize it too much, but I'm getting someone more and more say, into it. Someone say, say it. you're the only Rev Pro. <laughs> You liked Rev Pro. You liked that Rev Pro show. You were I was a fan. All right. Yeah, it, it takes more than one show to get me to be a fan. That was one show. That's it was fair. a great start. Great start, but I need to get to the end. I get next next chapter in the journey of my Rev Pro journey. Listen, I watch so much wrestling. If I call myself a fan of every promotion I watch, I hate myself. Uh, okay. Shout out GC Dub. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't watch that garbage. Yeah, I had like a a, a thought about GC Dub the other day that I I GC not- Dub's coming to uh, Providence an hour away from me, and you know what I said? No thanks. <laughs> so GCW, well, Osprey is on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's the Osprey Nick Wayne match. I honestly yeah. think you should go to that match. Yeah, well, then I saw Ali catch at a match, and I was like, ah, uh, I can't do we gotta that. Look at, we got to look up this card now. Gotta look it's at not good. Can, it's bad. Well, can the greatness of Osprey Wayne outweigh whatever other nonsense that you're not into? Let's see. So what? What? what is? can you name the show to me? Do you know what the show is called? <laughs> I just know it's like, I don't like you, Rashad. <laughs> I never <laughs> liked you. Like- GCW, I never liked I like you. So we got Will Osprey versus Nick Wayne. Can it outweigh Joey Janela versus JT Dunn? Scotty, thoughts? Uh, who? And then also Alley Catch versus Hall of Fame wrestler Lou Fisto. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that is it is 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 it still you're like all right let's get into it or is it like no no I'm gonna pump the brakes right here. They didn't even get in the car to pump brakes. I didn't even get in the car. They didn't even get the car to start driving. Don't know. I don't have to pump any brakes. Also announced for the show. Uh, doesn't look like they're in a match yet, but uh, they will be in attendance. Kevin Blackwood versus um, uh, uh, Kevin Blackwood and Jack Cartwheel. So that is that something? Seeing those guys, right? No, he's not into it. He's not into it, folks. He's just simply not into it. Well, I was going to have a take on GCW, but we lost. We ran out of time. So we'll, we'll, we ran out of time. We still got 20 minutes. Hit the take. Hit the take. We like the takes. We want the take. We want the of, take. I don't know how much of a take is, but I had this thought of. There's, Let's preview Dynamite. Dynamite has a better show than like any other show this week. Do you not want me to say my thoughts on GCW? Well, I want you to see your thoughts first. So I had a, I had a couple thoughts on them, and it's just that um, one, GCW is legit. I'll say this legitimately, pretty good at finding independent wrestling talent, right? Like I I would say that they have helped helped uh, discover a lot of indie talent that were unknown of, right? A lot of young yeah. guys, Jack Cartwheel, Nick Wayne. Even though Nick Wayne is kind of more of a Defy guy, but GCW helped that. 
Uh, Zane, obviously. Alex Zane was a big one. Um, Ninja Mac, another one. They do a lot of that sort of thing of like they bring up a lot of uh, of guys like that. And do they do anything with those guys? No. <laughs> no, they never do anything with these guys. But they help discover a lot of talent and help bring them to a bigger stage, which helps launch their their uh, indie career a little bit more, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I guess. I mean... Uh, I don't know. You don't want to engage with that that dialogue. I I understand what you're saying. I think you make some good points. It's just like I don't know. It's such a hard company or brand. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's not a company. Are they? Most. Are they? So here's my, the other thought I had. Are they a super indie? No. The, yeah, this is my thought. Is that I don't. No, because most of the shows they run don't have John Moxley on it. I think I th- I fear that GCW reached its peak. Maybe we not. said this. We we yeah. time out, time out. Okay, you got me in the GCW conversation. I'm locked in now. GCW stinks, but here's why. Yeah, they their peak was before the New York show. Yes. It was before the New York show because the New York show was supposed to be like, okay, this is the biggest moment of our ever and blah, blah, blah. It was a, it was put, a big old dud. <laughs> yeah, they put together a rat-ass card that sucked. Um, you know, you have a terrible main event, blah, 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 blah. But I said this earlier on the show. Th- their peak was when Matt Cardona got them all that press. That was their peak. They were peaking with 440. Yeah. Yeah. And then... And then when Cardona did that, that's when everyone started paying attention. You know, I, I was listening to podcasts that only talk like WWE and AEW and New Japan. They were talking about GCW. Yeah. And like everyone was talking about Fightful was tweeting about it. Observer was tweeting about everyone was talking about GCW. And that helped create steam for that New York show more than anything, I think. Yeah. And then you and get that, to that New York the, show. That's when the number three company America conversation started. Yeah, it which, really was. Which, do you see anyone having that conversation right now? No, not even a little bit. Uh, they run a lot of shows, but the amount of matches that anyone walks away from that and says, oh, that was must-see is like minimal. For the amount of shows they run, it's very small. And it's that's very it's true. impressive to me how quickly they've went from oh they're easily the number three behind WWE and AEW two. We're not even talking about them. We're not talking about them at all. We're talking about impact more than we're talking about them. We're talking about Ring of Honor that doesn't even exist more than we're talking about them. You know, like that is the whole thing. And we we have all these indie promotions now, like West Coast Pro. That's just delivering a better product every time they run a show. I think West Coast Pro is great. You know, PWG, if we could see it, they would probably be up there. We don't see it. So obviously that's a different conversation. But plus, you know, you have. Plus, I feel like that contributes a lot to like, you know, I've seen like on Twitter and stuff, people being like sort of down on like indie wrestling right now. And it's like, I wonder what the correlation is. It's probably because GCW is down completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna like. Okay, this is this is how we're gonna close our show. Uh, you know, I, I look at 
my match guy. I understand. I am very particular and specific with what I watch. But if there's a good match that I am told about, I'm going to go out of my way to see it. Yes. Uh, plus, plus, to be also fair, you were also, what's the opposite of bias? You were biased to not liking GCW. To be fair, right? I mean, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But I will watch a match if it interests me. Mm-hmm. I watched Alex Shelley versus Nick Way uh, from the old me on uh, April 23rd. Like, I watched... I watched the GCW shows from uh, WrestleMania weekend. Like I, I will watch these shows and I understand I am biased. I don't necessarily think GCW is very good at times, but I will watch. Right. There's a problem though, when, you know, you have these GCW shows and I'll see the cards or whatever. Or I will see people preview them, or I will see previews. I will see people talk about them. It's not, it's not like these big websites anymore. And I just see the cards, and I'm like, didn't they just do that? Like, didn't they just do half of this? And it's great that it's a place for people to get work. First and foremost, that's that's what it is. Awesome, great, cool. But in the end, I just, it's not the top promotion. It's not. Number three in the U.S. It's, it's, the, just, it's not even the best indie. Is it the biggest? No. Indie? Is it the biggest indie? The biggest draw? I don't know. Yeah. I would have to, I would have to look into that data. They're touring nationally. You know, I mean, that's something. They have to be the biggest indie in the U.S., right? I mean, is MLW an indie? <laughs> is super indie? I think MLW just stinks. Is NWA <laughs> an indie? You know. Yeah, um, it's worth asking. Uh, it's this, I, it's this thing of like, I like, I feel like it has like the social media conversation around American independent wrestling wholly hinges on whether or not GCW is hot right now. And mm-hmm. I would argue that American independent wrestling is the most interesting it's ever been, the most, you know free agents from top promotions that there have ever been in years. And yet everyone's super down on it. And I'm like, why is everyone super down on it? You have Athena out there. You got Shane Strickland taking shows. You got, they're not booking these people. Yeah. We're not booking these people. GCW is not booking these people. They just, they just booked Biff Busick. That's cool. But they're not booking like Athena. They're not booking Shane. They're not booking any of these other people. Why are they not booking them? Beyond isn't running as many shows at the moment, but I think Beyond's often a better show well, than be- a GCW show. Beyond, kind of, uh, pretty much, just started Uncharted Territory, uh, season four. Right. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Beyond, kind of, because it was kind of. Yeah, bad. I'm a little confused on that, but like, th- there you go. And then the, you have these other companies like Prestige Wrestling, who's, you know, kind of getting some steam with what they're about to do at the end of the month. Um, obviously, that's more so in uh, the Joshi circles that I'm seeing that. But they have Alex Shelley versus I forget. It's actually a good match. Oh, uh, but then also we had we've oh, had conversations recently about Garden State coming around the corner, which I know. Yeah. And I've heard great things from, oh. about like DPW oh. in the South. All right, all right. Here's the two prestige wrestling shows. Sure. Uh, the main matches. Uh, so the f- day one. 
day one, they have two they have two shows. Uh, here are the here are the matches of people that you would care about: Ty Valkyrie versus Will Nightingale, Alex Shelley versus Filthy Tom Waller, Jack Evans versus Ray Horace. I think that you know, that's <laughs> I'm actually kind of, that was pretty good. Biff Busick versus Jacob Fatu. Oh, Masha, shit. <laughs> Masha Slamovich versus Mia Yamashita and Mia Yim versus Maki Ito. For the title. That's uh yes, for the title now. And then this is day two, if you were just you know wondering. Yeah. Uh Mike Bailey versus Sonico. I don't know who that is. Sonico. But he's a but he's Mike a Bailey. California South uh West okay. Coast guy. Uh Drexel versus Akira in a depth match. I know who Kira is, um, but maybe that interests people. Taya Valkyrie versus Masha Slamovich. This one's funny. Scotty Tuhati versus Jacob Fatu. <laughs> yeah, going from Biff Music to Scotty Tuhati. <laughs> Jeff Cobb versus Ray Oris. Interesting. Uh, Maki Ito. Lucha Underground match right there. Maki Ito versus Miyu Mashta. It's great. You know, why the fuck not? And Alex Shelley defending the prestige world championship against Bandido. Yeah. Like, they, this is my point, though. Like, these companies aren't running as much. So, obviously, like, they're going to have better big cards. Or, and they'll, sure. they'll have less. Uh, uh, we talked about SEO. They're less in the, the zeitgeist because they tweet less stuff. Correct. But this furthers my point of they are they are booking people that people want to see, and it's leading to interest. Yeah, and that is important. And oh, okay. Well, it, here's that's, an- that's the thing though is like you're we're basically talking about kind of we're coming down to quality versus quantity, right? With GCW I mean, versus everything else. But why is it that the Twitter sphere, the social media sphere? feels that American American indie wrestling is on a downspin, but I would argue it's better than it's ever been in years. I got another show for you. I got another show for you. Warrior Wrestling, two weeks from tomorrow, also the same day as Prestige. Here's the top matches. You got Dragon Bane versus Alpha Wolf, which just happened to Noah pretty much, and that was great. Uh, you got Jeff Cobb versus Jonah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Doing it before New Japan did. Uh, Athena versus Janai Kai. And, you know, you and me were talking about before the show that, like, women's indie wrestling may be at even lower point at times. But when you're booking Athena, which not a lot of people are doing for some reason. To be fair, it could be a, a dollar amount. It could be a price. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, GCW is hiring everyone else. So why not? Uh, you get Diana Perrazzo versus Tootie Lynn. An LA Dojo showcase, Yuya Yuamura versus Alex Coughlin. Very nice. And in the main event for the Warrior Wrestling Championship, you have Will Ospreay versus Davey Richards. Yeah. Must must I continue? Like, yes, 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 I understand. I understand that GCW is booking. Will Ospreay. And the Will Ospreay versus Nick Wayne, that's a big match. That's a big match. I'll admit that. Absolutely. But what GCW feels like they're doing is they're very one-show card. Uh, one-match cards. One-match show card? Whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I understand what you're saying. 
I just feel like they've somehow not been able to follow up on the steam they created. Like that, that from the Cardona to John Moxley being your world champion to the uh, New York show, you should be on a riding high. You should be the must get ticket. And maybe they are in towns that they're going to. I know they sell well still. But when we're saying indie wrestling's down, it's not down. You're just watching the wrong one. Every like all these indies that are running are running well. Will Ospreay versus Titus Alexander from West um, Coast. West Coast Pro just happened. Yeah. Heard that was great. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I, I haven't seen and, it yet, but I've heard. I I, I saw some people being like match of the year. Was, yeah, like, like, indie match of the year. I think. Oh, and Defy is awesome too, by the way. Defy is uh, awesome. I think the West Coast is really where it's at for indie wrestling. If you want the best of the best from whether it be indies or freelancers or signed talent, they seem to be the company is putting them all together, bringing them all together, delivering great show after great show. And obviously, I mean, that's kind of been that way for a while. PWG has been like that forever. So it's like maybe. I don't know what's happening. Maybe people don't want to work with GCW. I don't know. Well, I'm actually, I'm thinking about it because I'm like, why is it that social media is so tied into GCW? And maybe it is exactly what we just talked about. Is that SEO idea of the fact that GCW is constantly tweeting, constantly engaging with that social media audience, constantly yeah. having updates on new shows, new things. And then people get see that and they're like, oh yeah, new show. Cool. It's in my area. Oh, well, maybe I'll go. They're con- people are constantly talking about it. GCW. So they're using Twitter as that PR thing uh, and having show after show after show, people go see the show. But I feel like that's very a short term thing because we're seeing it right now play out is that like people are like excited to engage with GCW online on social media. But when it comes to like, I don't know, they see the show and then you hear anything about any, like all, all my experiences with GCW is seeing oh there's a new show and this is one of the match card announcements i hear once the show happens i hear nothing about it unless there's like unless speedball mike bailey had a great match (laughs) you know like i hear nothing like nothing i don't i don't see clips of it i I don't know like and that's the thing is i don't think you know the count on twitter is like very out of touch with like indie stuff. You know, we have a lot of indie stuff on there. A lot of the fans say you're probably in it more than I am. Yeah. Like we're very much into that indie scene. We're very much, we got independent waters in that. We got your dose of death. We got a lot of other things. Our fan base likes it's into stu- independent stuff. But I'm just saying is that why is it that like social media feels, and maybe it's just the circle I run into, right? The, the people, no, it's accounts that I follow. For me too. why is it so tied up with GCW? And, why like why you know it's that thing it's because they're watching dcw it's because they're constantly tweeting stuff out right and constantly have engagement that everyone's like oh i'm a fan independent wrestling is gcw and if gcw is on a downturn right now then independent wrestling is on a downturn but it's not it's one of the hottest it's ever been yeah i mean I feel, uh, I feel there, it has potential. Maybe, maybe it's not the highest it's ever been, but it's the potential to be the hottest it's ever been for the past several you know, years. Yeah, I was going to say, the hottest it's been in a long time. I mean, I I keep seeing people say wrestling's down this year, and I've seen this from multiple people, and maybe it's because of what you're watching. Like, maybe you're just not watching the right stuff. 
for me, it's been one of the best starts to a year I've had. Uh, you know, I'm not getting a million five-star classics, and I'm not supposed to. Five-star matches are five-star matches for a reason. They don't happen a lot. Sure. But I feel like I'm seeing two or three great matches per week, yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you, if you're not having a good time this year watching wrestling, it's, maybe it's time for you to watch something else. Some some other sort of wrestling, and I had that personally. I would, yeah. In a weird way, I I was getting down to watching U.S. American wrestling because I was just like, oh, I don't want to see a lot, especially of indie, right? <laughs> because you watched a lot of indie at one time. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, oh, I'm getting on down down, and I really want to watch this stuff. So I started watching more Joshi Noah, and started like watching, getting more into those sort of things. And that, like, literally, like the past two weeks or whatever, instead of watching like American stuff, I've been watching like. Oh, let me catch up on the old Noah stuff that I missed, or let me watch some the stardom or whatever. You know, uh, let me do something, like dive into it with as much time as I have. Because I'm like, oh, if I'm bored about this one thing, l- there are. I'm a fan of wrestling. I'm not a fan of American wrestling. I'm not a fan of Japanese wrestling solely. I am a fan of wrestling, which means that I can go and watch American indie wrestling, go and watch right. American television wrestling. And be like, all right, I need a break from that. Let me go watch Deathmatch. Let me go watch uh, 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 Joshi. Let me go watch just Puro in general. Let me watch Lucha. I watched a lot of Lucha recently as well. Let me go watch some Lucha. You know, let me go watch and expand that if I haven't expanded it myself. But let me go into the other fields because I like wrestling. And that is what's making me like these things is going out and I can take breaks from different things. And then sometimes I'm like in the mood of like, Man, I really want to see a Noah match right now, and I'll pull pull something on. Oh no, man, I really want to see a Lucha match right now, and I'll pull put something up on the TV. You know, I, it's it's having that idea of like, and I get it, and that's the thing is I'm not saying that everyone has to be this way. Not every fan has to be this way. Not every if you're down on wrestling right now, that's completely fair and completely fine. Yeah. That's a, that's your personal preference. Maybe, I always just recommend try something else. Yes, and that's that's part of what we are all about here on Counter is that like <laughs> try something else because if WWE is not your thing, maybe you are a wrestling fan and you just need to see something else. Maybe you're gonna go watch Lucha Underground and love it. Maybe you're gonna watch GCW and love it. Maybe you're gonna watch De- Deathmatch and love it. Maybe you're gonna watch Joshi and love it. You know, there's so many different. It's a buffet of options in front of you, and you keep yeah. going back to the dry ass chicken. Yeah, which again, I don't, I don't mean to keep harping on it, but like, CCW is dry ass chicken right now. Well, I was I, saying, I was saying WWE is the dry ass chicken. W, well, WWE is WWE is like the WWE is dead like, chicken. GCW is like <laughs> Jello, where sometimes it's good, but so, most of the time it's not really that good. Jello. Yeah, like, well, yeah, WWE. I don't even think we. I don't even think we had that conversation. <laughs> I thought, I thought we, I thought we were a bit accustomed to that, but. Wrestling is more accessible now than ever. Yeah. Go and get yourself an IWTV subscription and just dive in to the million of archives they have. They have everything. They're bringing in Joshi. They have all Japan women's wrestling. Not all Japan. Uh, not, no, AJW. No. Yes. Yeah, I know. What oh, you're yeah. Saying, yeah. My my head broke. I said all Japan and I thought of, you know, yes, not not the King's Road. 
they didn't bring in the Kings Road. Uh, they brought in Aja Kong and Akira Hokuto and, you know, yeah. some badass motherfuckers. Go check that out. Go check. They have Sendai Girls on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Beyond. They got West Coast Pro that you and me have been talking about and we continue to talk about every couple of weeks. We previewed it a few weeks ago. They have uh, Action Wrestling. Very good. They, which very is good really, South is, Southern Wrestling over here. Which is really good. They, they just have, start, like we just said they just started the Uncharted series season four. Right? Do they have Mission Pro? No, right? No, Mission Pro is just like on its own thing. They have Blitzkrieg Pro, right? I believe so. They have a bunch of stuff. H two O. Yeah. H two O. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got uh, Beyond. I'm gonna go back to Beyond. Like yeah. Beyond's really good. Go back and watch some Beyond shows. They've had some really good shows this year. I love Uncharted. Uh, I love. I, I keep bringing it up because I just love Uncharted so much. It, it, it's such a good way to watch like new wrestlers and see them get better like over time. They have limitless wrestling. They uh, yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm done printing out these random things. But they have Prestige Wrestling. I, I was just hyping them up a few minutes ago. They have all these companies, and if you don't want to do that. Then try the Japanese indie scene. Like there are some amazing things going on there that I think I hype up every single week can, at this point. You can get a subscription to DDT, Noah, and Tokyo Joshi yeah, Pro get the, right get now. Get the Wrestling Universe. GCW is on there. That's true. That is true. You're right. <laughs> I don't know what shows because they're all random, but then you'll have AEW matches on there. And, you know, there's a lot on Wrestling Universe. There are all these subscriptions. So, in the end, this ended up not just being about GCW, but really, you know, if you're bored with what you're watching, there's plenty out there to go watch. I think a I'm, number of companies. We implore you. We implore yeah, you to watch other stuff. I think there are five or six companies right now that are legitimately must see with their shows. I think there's other companies that are having good matches, including gcw i will give them credit there they will put on a but the thing is like gcw runs so much i'm not seeing a match from every show anymore but you know who else runs a shit ton runs constantly almost every single multiple times a week uh most of the stuff is bad but they have good stuff every once in a while world wrestling entertainment bingo and that (laughs) is my gcw hot take is that a lot of what I see online about like f- fans of GCW getting like kind of getting burnt out from the promotion yeah. is what I saw with WWE fans. Is what we are seeing with WWE fans. It's the same I thing of like this was great, and then it's starting to get oh what's happening? Oh, I don't really know. I don't really care or whatever. And then you still get your diehards, of course, that love it. And that's fine, but it's just like. The same thing of being like the most most people don't like this. Most people aren't into this. Most people are, and I'm not saying GCW is bad. I'm just saying that it's not my cup of tea all the time. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I'm not into it. They had their moment in the sun, and that is past. We got to be honest. It's past. It's it's so past. It's <sighs> yeah. I think that's a good comparison. I think it's a really good comparison. Like, if you're a GCW fan, I think I've I've seen some admit like it's not a good year for GCW. I have seen that. Um, it's not. It's not a good year for GCW no. so far. Um, and I think it's fair to think that the Tournament of Survival will be that kind of spark that they need because 
GCW is, you know, their most popular, I think, for the deathmatch scene mm-hmm. that they've they created and kind of have gone away from. And it's typically um, a spark event. It's typically yeah. an event that helps helps the year out. So, you know, hopefully that does it for them. But again, there's so much wrestling. Even on YouTube. We got shows posted on YouTube. We got matches posted on YouTube at all times. I, I'm going to go back to the stardom thing. They had a stardom show there on, over this week that was on YouTube. You can check it out whenever you New want. Blood, blood too, baby. Yeah, that was fun. It was a fun, different atmosphere. You got so much wrestling. Just go, please just go watch it. Don't don't leave wrestling. Don't complain about it. Just try something new. I promise you'll be happier if you do. But also, to be fair, I keep saying to be fair, but also, if you need a break, take a break. Like it, yeah. Like I mean, I don't know what that's like, but yeah, <laughs> me neither. But it's like that because that's the thing is that when we say we t- when we, when you and I take a break from something, we just move into something else. We, yeah. just, we just start like, okay, we're we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to watch this anymore. I'm going to watch this. You know, yeah, that's us. Know, uh... That's us taking a break. You know, right? <laughs> I'm not, I'm taking a break. I'm going to go watch this thing instead because I've seen enough right. of this and we we watch enough that we can move from concept to concept. Yeah. And if you're not like if you're not I, into it, that's fine. That's fair. If you're not into it, I get it. Yeah. So just take I understand there's people that don't like AEW. I don't know. I okay. Yeah. Like, they they have their faults. They're booking yeah, right now is absolutely. <laughs> it is, but majority of the time I enjoy AEW. Like this weekend, this week's show, one of the most exciting dynamites, I think, on paper in a while. I, I think on paper, depending on the jokers and whatnot. That's exciting for me. But I feel like personally, I compared to fans of these certain American promotions, I have an ex- I'm excited like every week for wrestling because there's always something yeah. on the weekend. And I'm legitimately sad when there's not because I'm not used to it at this point. So I can't stress enough. Just enjoy wrestling the best way you can. If you need a break, take the break. Yeah. But don't don't make yourself think this is a bad year because of the one or two promotions you watch aren't doing well because there's other promotions doing well. That's delivering a better product. I would say this is probably, Brian. this is probably stardom. I mean, I don't know anything, so I'm going to speak it up to you. Do you feel like this is stardom's best year they've ever had so far? I mean, last year was, so it's a matter of, can you beat last year? <laughs> do, you, do you think they're on their way? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably it's they're they're on fire. I mean, they have a, as we said, they have a tournament coming up at the end of the year that looks better yeah, than last year's. And I thought last year's was the tournament of the year. Uh, so that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I can't recommend stardom enough. There's a reason I do the coverage that I do and it's because I want more people to watch. I could care less if I get one view, two views, three. as long as someone reads it and likes it and wants to now watch it, that's a win for me. And yeah, I think stardom's having their best year. Stardom should have their best year this year. And it's because they're working with people. Yeah. That does so much for them. There's a reason there's excitement around it. So yeah, stardom is worth watching. Um, and if you ever need, wake, wake, nuts, judge, if you ever need some links to certain shows, certain matches, try something new, I got you. You just come to me and I got you. Or you can listen to the end of our show and just watch what we pitch you for our match of the week. Scotty, what is your match of the week? 
Look at that. My, look, at that look at that hot transition, by the way. Perfect that was a transition. Hot transition. That Woo! was a hot transition. Woo! Okay. Okay. I'm going to do two because I want to highlight two companies because that kind of goes with the theme of the conversation. Go for right? it. Right? Yeah. yeah totally All right. First one Dragon Gate. King of Gate has started up, baby. And the main event of the first show, woo, baby, on the 11th. So it was on Wednesday. Yuki Yoshioka versus Yamato. That was a great match. Really highlights why I think Dragon Gate's great and why Dragon Gate's uh, really heating up right now. Just awesome, awesome stuff. Lots of upsets, which is really exciting, too. Uh, spoiler. And the other one is from Seedling. Yes, this is a Joshi indie promotion in Japan. Uh, Arisa Nakajima, who's, I think, one of the best in the world, versus Riko Kaiju, 20-year-old. I think she's only wrestled for two years now. Very good. One of the best Joshi matches of the year. Uh, so I highly recommend both of those. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, I, my match of the week is going to be uh, from AEW because I'm a basic ass bitch. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the main event, which was Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. I thought it was a perfect. I thought people not like that. I was like, how did you not love? That? I thought it was. A per- <laughs> I thought it was a perfect car crash. Is what I thought. It was. Oh, it was fantastic! It was I love that. That ladder spot uh, from Darby to the like basically missing everything except for chairs. Oh my god! This moment. well, he landed on Jeff, kinda <laughs> barely. <laughs> <laughs> the chair it caught him more like than Jeff. <laughs> At least, yeah. That you know, it's funny that didn't make me cringe as much as the fucking swanton on the steel steps. Because I was like, Jeff, Jeff, don't do it, don't do it, <laughs> don't do it, man. No, I was like, I was like, Jeff, you already kill yourself on every swanton you do nowadays. Now you're doing it on steel steps, my guy. Yeah, that shit was great. I was highly very, recommend. Very surprised that he won that match too, but you know, I guess that I think that was part of it. I think people are more upset about Darby losing than the match itself. I wasn't. Uh yeah, thinking about it, thinking about it, I had to think about it a little bit harder than the Juice Robinson win, but it I had to think about it in the same sense of like, well, it makes sense because then they're just saving Darby Allen versus Adam Cole for a future thing and that's a way bigger money match. Like that can be a yeah. pay-per-view match. So, save it. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, before we wrap up, I actually want to ask you a question. Who, um, what do you think the finals is going to be? We talked <laughs> about this last week of the of the the Owen Hart. You, I have no idea what the men's finals is going to be. Oh, me neither. Uh, I was it the women's so one? I think we have a pretty clear. Well, what? No, we don't. Because <laughs> Kyle Sheet is not there anymore. Uh, that was a big mess that we don't need to talk about. Um, well, it looks like it, I, it looks like it was ultimately nothing. I thought it was going to be uh, miscommunication. It was, it was something it was that seemed like a hey, can you send this tweet up, please? Uh, that's what that seemed like. I definitely agree with um, that. I'm thinking Tony versus Statlander. I could see Britt versus Statlander. Ugh. <laughs> it depends. I think, it, like we talked about last week, it fully, fully depends on who the female Joker is. I thought it was going to be Tony versus Sheeta or Riho. So yeah. oh, I, I lost. 
<laughs> you got you got a bushied. <laughs> you got you oh, got, sure you got New Japan Cup to bushied. <laughs> I sure did. But that should be an exciting show. Very exciting. Lots to talk about next yeah. week. This was a fun show. We, we, were, we were about to wrap it up early and we extended for like another 30 minutes. Yeah, because I, I rambled about GCW. I don't think I made a single point in that conversation. I just no, think I, I think we a lot of I think we had a lot of good I think you made a lot of points. points. I lost where I was going along. There was a point, I forget what your point was, but but it was really good. <laughs> it was Hell yeah. It was Tell a very me. it was a very good open frank conversation about the American indie scene. I feel like that sort of wow. needed cool. to be happening I'm, i feel like i'm happy something in my nonsense because i don't remember a single thing i said i just remember that prestige card was sick <laughs> that's all i remember scotty got what he wanted out of this scotty where can people find you uh you can follow me at scotty wrestling on twitter uh that's where i tweet everything you probably if you followed me last night i'm sorry and i'm only sorry because i got excited about stardom and if if you thought that was bad, oh boy, we got a big summer coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, we you and me, me and Ryan sang Hot Boy Summer last week. It's a stardom summer. Five this star year. summer. Five star five star summer. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Can't if wait. you want to get into stardom, that's the fucking time, yeah. by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, I am Ryan Knights. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knights. You can yeah, follow, you are. follow the show. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show at Countout Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you really enjoy the show, you can subscribe to anywhere you can get podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Music Store, whatever it's called. We're basically wherever you get podcasts. Uh, if you can leave a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate it. Five stars. Um, little review, leave a nice comment or a mean comment. As long as it's five stars, you can say whatever you like. Um, that's the Ryan, that's the Ryan Knights <laughs> guarantee. Wink. Um, uh, I think that's basically it. Um, we have, oh I, I have shirt ideas in, that I need to pitch to Scotty at some point. So maybe we'll get some shirts eventually. Two, I, maybe a shirt idea is just a crate that that has Hot Boy Summer. Hot Boy Summer should be a shirt. But maybe a, a crate that has two packs of ass uh, inside of it. Maybe that's maybe that's something. Uh, I don't know. Oh, we'll I don't. I don't know how much we want to sell out. Like yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if we want to sell out our shirts that quickly. Well, here's the thing: is that whose whose asses are they? Are they our asses? Like are our asses on the line? That's the question. No. Like who's drawing? Maybe. Who's whose asses are being drawn here? <laughs> That's it for Ring Post Radio. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. This has been a Countout Podcast.